Five years ago, Stephen King and George Romero, two masters of the macabre, created their hallmark of horror, Creepshow. Many would argue that nothing of significance has happened since. Until now. Maybe you don't get out much. Oh, this is crazy. This is totally crazy. Maybe you're always running late. I gotta go. Or maybe you just have other things on your mind. They gotta make me a movie star. But if you only make it to one scary film all year, make it one you remember all year long. <laughs> Creepshow 2. You like movies that will keep you stuck to your chair. Stephen King and George Romero have conjured up an all-new creep show. No! It's impossible! Just for you. And what is it? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. So don't just sit there. I'm going to swim for it right now. Walk. Run. Swim if you have to. scares come twice as quickly in I be you creep show two welcome back to the show happy October listeners yes, it's a full October. moon outside tonight mm-hmm. who knows when you're listening to this maybe but uh, man Scott I say this all the time I freaking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> this movie is insane, and I can't wait to talk to you about it. Listeners, I can't wait you for you to hear about it. Uh, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, the, are movies the movies that, that made, made us scary. scary. Yes. Another October movie. Yes, indeed. We had our best straight on the <laughs> podcast with us, Billy Roach. Our Hi. best straight, Billy Welcome back to the you show. Love Halloween. Thank I you had to include me. you for another October episode. Yeah, and guess. tonight we watched Creep Show 2, directed yes. by Michael Gornick, written and written by George A. Romero, based on short stories by Stephen King, released May 1st, 1987. 87. Wow. Yeah. All right. The original Creep Show came out in what, 1980? No, later than 83? Yeah, I okay. want to say 83. Yeah. I right. knew that as soon as I decided that we were going to be doing Creep Show Two for an episode on the podcast, uh-huh. that you had to be a guest on this because <laughs> I know that you love this movie. I we do. have watched this movie at your house during the month of October. We have, yes. I feel like this is also a movie that is just randomly on at Halloween parties that I've gone to. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it is. It's a fun movie. Just kind of have in the background. I mean, you could be talking, mm-hmm. and then you turn over and like look at some craziness happening on the screen. <laughs> you know, and you don't have to really follow it too much. It's just a fun, fun movie. Yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely. Uh, I mean, some segments we like more than others. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but there's only three, though. There's only three. I mean, that's short creep show. Creep show one has five. five? Five, yeah. So I was reading that um, Creepshow 2 only contains three segments instead of the five, and there was two additional stories called Pinfall and Cat from Hell that were set to appear in this movie but were scrapped due to budgetary reasons. But Cat from Hell apparently shows up in Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. So it was later um, repurposed for that. 
Tales from the Dark Side, the movie starring I've never seen it. Debbie Harry. Oh god. And you should oh you got it. James Remar. We love James Remar on the Scott, podcast. You will die. That James Remar and uh Ray Don Chong segment. Oh, okay. Yeah. You will die. It's so good. like I don't even want to say anything. Yeah, okay, I know, like, me too. We'll watch, it, we'll watch it this month. <laughs> yeah, I want you to I want to see like how you like react. Like I almost to it. blurted out the twist I and I was like, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I'm excited for and it. Debbie, and Debbie Harry is like in the wraparound story. She's like this uh Hansel and Gretel like witch. Oh, I thought that you were gonna say that she was dating the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> like I mean, like the Crypt Keeper side piece. Because I could see the Crypt Keeper like swinging Debbie Harry. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Tales from the Dark Side. It's like a not, dark, it's its own, not quite. It's Tales not Tales from the Crypt. Crypt. No. It's another tale. This is right. Christian Slater, also right? Yes, yes. Christian and Julianne Moore. Yeah, Christian yeah. Slater, Julianne Moore, and and I think Steve Buscemi are in the same in the Mummy. I think world? They're all in the Mummy. Yeah, world together. what a cast! Yeah. Wild, and you haven't seen. Yeah. Okay, we'll watch it. You keep it. saying no. You keep telling me you hate it. <laughs> Just kidding. He doesn't do that. So, <laughs> um. I did not grow up on Creepshow 2. This was a movie introduced to me by you. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. And I have, <laughs> and you know what? I have only seen Creepshow 2. I have not seen Creepshow 1. We have Creepshow 1. We have and I know that found, generally found it. fans tend to think the first one is stronger, but I do see a lot of love with this, For this one. one. Yeah. Primarily because of the second section of The Raft. And the third. I and mean. the third. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. I think Creepshow 2 is more memorable. Like, there's some good stuff in the yeah. first one, but I've seen Creepshow 2 a lot more. And I think it, yeah. I think I saw it before I saw the first one. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think probably just because it, it was newer for us. 1987. As kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Creepshow was, 1 did come out in 82. 82 Relatively yeah. new on home video. Mm-hmm. It was right in my wheelhouse at yeah. that age. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, I, I was a little too young for Creepshow. Right. Would right. this be right. rerun on um, premium cable? I think so. With like Showtime I, or I HBO, feel like just, it's like an HBO. Just yeah. have this, yeah. Like when I was a kid, we had HBO. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and we would get it off and on, and so we would, yeah, we would get premium channels off and on. So it'd be like, yeah, it'd be on Max or, or HBO or whatever, Cinemax. I mean, um, but the good old fashioned anthology horror movie, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. I mean, they just don't make them that no, much. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last one that really stands out to me is um, Trick or Treat. Sure. Right. And I mean, Trick or Treat was a movie that did not do that well financially when it yeah. came out. And then it just kind of got this big cult status all these years later. You have Shudder, right, Billy? I do, yes. Have we, you watched... We just got Shudder um, today. I love it. I was gifted Shudder. Okay. And I just keep renewing it because it's just so much fun. Um, the Mortuary Collection. No. Did you watch that one? No. That's an anthology movie that was, uh, I want to say it was a Shutter original. I could be wrong, or it just went directly there. But that's an anthology, and it was released in 2019. And I really enjoyed it. I feel like it kind of felt like a throwback to these 80s horror anthology movies. And um, they, I recommend that one. They on, did on, something on, in the one. early 2010s. VHS, wasn't that kind of VHS's VHS deal? VHS is, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That series is still kicking. Sure. There's really? Well, oh my God. I think that just came out this year DVD. called like VHS uh, 94. Is it on streaming like or something? Okay. I think it's. I think they've become Shudder original. Sure. And yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. Shudder kind of specializes in anthology horror now. I watched yeah. uh, an episode of The New Creep Show. Ooh, which one? It's the one with Ethan Embry. Okay. Which is, I think, the opener of season three. Oh, okay. there's like a plant. The dead, the, <laughs> the dead ex-wife in like in, in the yard. Yeah. Okay, I watched. I think most of season one 
of the creep show. Okay. The second series. the second segment of that episode is insane. It proposes what if Taylor Swift was a alien? <laughs> or like is but we're not, talking, is it we're, yeah. we're not talking like we're talking like like queen alien. Like queen alien. <laughs> like okay. queen xenomorph. Yeah. Okay. Like xenomorph. So I was just like, oh, okay. So this this is where this is going. It's kind of wild. I feel like the season three, what we watched felt a little, it was giving a little eerie Indiana. It was giving yeah. a little like, almost like a Nick yeah. kind of a show. Um, it's still, still interesting. But I'll keep watching it. I mean, yeah, we'll watch more. I need to get back into it because there were some segments of obviously that are going to be better than others, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's still enjoyable. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's fun. You quick, just, you just put it on. Anthology. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was one in like, I want to say 2015 that was, that was really good. Actually. It was mm-hmm. called tales of Halloween. Okay. I don't that know if either. Familiar. Okay. I, was, I remember was tales good. of Halloween. Yeah. It was an anthology. That was, I, I take it back. Cause I think that came out after trick or treat. Okay. So it's slightly newer, but I, that was really fun. And I think that was an early movie of when stuff was starting to be put on stuff like iTunes for rentals, like immediately. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But going back to the eighties though, uh, like I feel, feel like Stephen King really had the corner market yes. on these anthology movies mm-hmm. yeah. with like Cat's Eye um, was right around this time. Uh, Cat's Eye was a, had th- I think it had three. Cat's Eye had a fucking scary one about I mean, like quitting smoking. That shit was wild. I mean, there's a whole like, <laughs> if you're into Stephen King, there's a whole like sub section of Stephen King writing that's yeah. all shorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he puts crew out quite a few yeah. like little anthology mm-hmm. um, series, Nightmare and Dreamscapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which one is the mist on? Oh, I don't know. There's so oh. many. Is it like, like, you have to like look it up. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Which I'm not doing. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do. It. <laughs> if only there was a way for us to look it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just that '80s. Like, and now too, when we when there's this resurgence of kind of like throwback 80s throwback and and all that with um things like stranger things and and that the it remakes and all that there's just this kind of stephen king is just kind of looming over everything yes. you yeah. know um and, i mean for good reason it's like he you know i mean he's he's the master of horror yeah, for, for a reason yeah yeah, yeah. um now, th- this has got uh, George Romero, right? Yes, this is kind of... How involved is he in this second version? So he, Did he write... He wrote all he wrote of these. All he of helped, yeah. a- okay. he okay. helped adapted them from okay. short stories by King. I don't know if all three of these were published in books or if it was more just kind of personal work that Stephen was just like, here, you can have this for, for Creepshow. Billy, do you know that? Uh, I've fr- so from what I have read... and. Uh, don't you know? Yeah. Don't, don't come at me if yeah, I'm wrong yeah. on this because I'm not don't a Stephen King historian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from what I understand, the raft was a published short story in um, Skeleton Crew. Okay, got it. Skeleton, skeleton Crew, Skeleton yeah. Key, Skeleton, Sorry, skeleton Key. Okay. Oh, I thought it was Skeleton. Is it? Crew? Well, there's. I think it's. I think oh, I don't know. Both. Is there both? Oh, I think there's both. <laughs> See, this is now. Yeah. Now people are coming for me. Now they're coming While for you I'm in the comments. Here, yeah, not sure. The phones are lighting up. You yeah. guys. <laughs> oh my god. I'll never be back on. Caller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the raft was published, from what I understand. Um, the uh, the other segments were ideas by King that Romero went wild sure. with, and he just like he, he wrote the script. He kind of had a rough kind of story yeah. sketched out of all of them. Yeah. yeah, that's from my understanding. That's what what happened here. 
God. Okay. See, uh, the raft was the skeleton crew. Skeleton crew. Yes. Uh, 1985. Shouldn't have second myself. It was originally released a booklet included in Gallery in November 1982. The 80s were wild, man. Oh, shit. Gallery was like a porno magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was like a like oh. an adult. Yeah. An adult. Ooh. Oh, and yeah. th- that, that, is a, that is a porno cover. It's one of the more popular skin magazines that arose... On the Playboy magazine pattern in the 1970s. Is it something that like Larry Flint would have Magna published? Magna Publishing Group. I mean, I guess that's not Larry Flint. No, Ron Mm -hmm. Fenton. Uh, But you know, Stephen King did publish stories in Playboy, though, right? I mean, I think he did. I think so. I think so. Um, But Magnum looks a little bit more like yeah. (laughs) (laughs) From what? From what? uh, According to Wikipedia. that's that on that. <laughs> we all learn something. Yeah, today. I mean, every, yeah, every every day. So the director um, Gornick was previously the cinematographer of the first movie, and then uh, oh, okay. he was given Got the it. directing job when George A. Romero just kind of was more interested in doing script development yeah, stuff. Yeah, he sure. just stepped back from directing this anyway, not directing mm-hmm. in general, but just this. I mean, so. Go ahead. I mean, George Romero kind of had a moment in the 80s where he was working on a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, and uh, we bring in Tom Savini yeah. into this movie. A makeup icon. Collaborator with George Romero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, I love Savini's work. He's so good. It's wild. Yeah. It's really wild. Can you name some of the famous Tom Savini makeup movies uh, that he's done? Uh, so he did the... Um, not the Living Dead, but the other ones. He like did Day of the he Dead. He did Dawn, Dawn and Day. of the Dead. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, He did that. And the one where they're in, I think it's the one in the mall where the guy gets ripped into <laughs> two pieces. Is it the mall or is it the that's, other one? That's Day. That's the, oh, that's that's day the underground day. military. It's this great scene yeah. where a guy just gets ripped into. And yeah. It's so good. That shit's And wild. his top half is still screaming. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's some of the best gore. Yeah. It's so good. It, re- it and really is. Tom Savini had a big hand in the Friday the 13th movies, or at least how they began, right? I want to say yes, but I'll have to I'll have to double check that one. But um, and uh, he is in uh, he's in this movie. He he's, is in this movie. The, yes. He's the creep. Yes. He's under all that makeup, which which we will talk about the creep momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm seeing parts parts one and four. Okay, Friday the Thirteenth. Four, yes, because the whole thing about four is that Corey Feldman wants to become a makeup artist, and they give this. 10-year-old child professional masks in his bedroom and he's like look what i made and like the sister's like you're gonna be good kid and it's like this shit is like planet of the apes like movie quality yeah. like masks and he's like yeah i made these with my own little hands you're like all right but it's tom savini you made all this stuff. and there's specific like little tricks and things that he does with the with the masks and the creatures that he makes yeah, Seeing really Maniac, The Burning, The Prowler, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and Monkey oh, Shines. Yeah. Ah, Monkey I Shines. I can't remember if he did the makeup or if he was just in From Dust Till Dawn. I, right. think, he's, I think he's yeah. just in Dust Till Dawn because yeah. I think he just has a working relationship with, with Robert Rodriguez, Rodriguez because yeah. he's also in Planet Terror. Planet Terror and yeah. Machete. Oh, he's in Machete as well. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But yeah, he's in Planet Terror. He's one of the cops. And he's got like the boils and all that stuff. Oh, yes. my goodness. They're like pulsing. Yeah. They're so good. <laughs> so awful. He also briefly shows up in a 
in a terrible, terrible sequel that we were speaking about before the show. He, oh, he opens Lost Boys too. Love it. <laughs> Does he get out of here? He opens Lost Boys too as a, as a vampire. Lost Boys, the tribe. Are we are we sitting don't, on the Lost Boys sequels? You don't, you're uh, maybe on the third one. We're don't, sleeping on have, three. You don't have to watch. You're sleeping on three. You don't have to watch two. You're, okay. <laughs> I stand by three. All right. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. So yeah. So so Creep Show one. I feel like like we said, it's. It's got five segments. It's it's the first installment. It's got some some memorable stuff. Uh, you know, famously Stephen King has cameos in his movies, and what I remember from the first one is the segment that Stephen King is in in Creepshow One, and he plays this like hillbilly hick, and there's like not a lot of dialogue, and he's really the only person in the scene. And there's it's kind of like the Blob. That's where he finds the creature, the meteor, yeah. yeah okay. but, and, but it's like a plant creature. And then like at the end of the scene, he's he's just like his body, but it's just like moss, yeah. and he's sure. like all blubbering. And you're just like, ah. I, I that kind of stuck with me as a kid. I was just like, oh fuck this movie. I did <laughs> moss put together a little quiz on Stephen King. Ooh. If we want to do the quiz and then get more into the three segments. All right. Okay. Do you yeah, want to do that? Do, yes, yes, let's do that. Okay. Some of these questions, I think, are pretty basic knowledge if you're familiar with Stephen King. So I think that you two will do okay. pretty well. In all right. All right. Um, what is the first book by Stephen King? Oh, Carrie. Carrie. Do you know what year it was published? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Early celebration. Uh, yeah. <laughs> year well, was I mean, you got, the, you got the question right. Bonus points if you can get the year. You know, and I was just I was just looking at this the other day, and I cannot remember. So the movie was 70, 76. 76. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like early seventy. So yeah, nineteen seventy four. Seventy four. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, famous. I mean, he always likes to tell that story of that he put the his manuscript or the draft that he was working in in the trash. Oh yeah, because he got frustrated and his wife fished it out for him <laughs> and yeah. said, "You need to finish this." Yep. Right. Uh, what year? Was the book it published? Oh my goodness! Back with the years. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna guess and say eighty three, four, three, eighty six. Oh, oh eighty six. Now I was gonna go. Now earlier. who's the character? In You're the, gonna go earlier. I was gonna go like eighty one. Okay. Who's the character in Creepshow that's reading it? <laughs> oh, it's the. Um, I know that. Oh God, I can't remember the character's name, but it's the it's the male the yeah. gigolo. Yes, it's the, he's, gigolo. He's the gigolo. I love that. I, yeah. I love that this gigolo is yeah. reading is fully reading it. Yeah. It's on his nightstand, <laughs> just one, like above his head. One yeah. of my favorite books. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I'm I'm sad to say I've never read it. It always it's seemed, really good. Okay, it's seemed, very daunting. It's daunting. very daunting. Yeah. Okay, so do you yeah. like do you like audiobooks, Billy? I do. Um, the audiobook for it, while is 72 hours long. Oh, my God. Steven Weber reads it, and it's great. Steven Weber sold. Steven Weber from, from Wings from reads Wings. it and gives Steven yeah. Weber. an incredible performance on the audiobook. So if you're ever interested in it, check out the audiobook. That also makes me wonder if he was roped into doing the audiobook for it because he had just done right. The Shining. The Shining, yeah, yeah. probably. Um, His performance on it is really good. His performance in The Shining was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really absolutely. enjoyed his take. Absolutely. Well, I read it, but I read it on my Kindle because I don't know that I could carry that it's a Bible it's a, around. It's a tome. <laughs> yeah, it's it is like, a tome. Like, I mean, it's too, it's huge. Is there more of a mood than the Stephen King paperbacks from the 80s, the covers? Oh, those, those are the covers best. are amazing. Yes. The, it, yes. the It Hand, like, out of the, sewer, the sewer. little, like, 
the Demon fucking hands. cat on Pet Cemetery <laughs> used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that yeah. big fluffy Persian cat yeah. on the cover of that book. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you mentioned The Shining. Yes. What hotel was the inspiration for the book The Shining? Do you I know. know. What, do you know what it's called? I know what it's called. Yep. Uh, it is called the Timberline Hotel. Am I right about that? I'm seeing the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. Oh, the Timberline is what the the movie hotel. Yeah. The, yeah, is based on. I've been sure. to the Timberline, yeah. which was what I was. They thinking. did. That's they the did some hotel. like yeah. exteriors of the Timberline, and then most of it was done on a a crazy lot in England. No. Okay. <laughs> I messed up that one. In the book, The Shining. <laughs> but I was sort of right. In the book, The Shining. Speaking yes. of The Shining, what is Jack Torrance's weapon of choice? In the book. In the book. Uh, croquet mallet. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's I a just, a roke mallet or an Americanized roke, version yeah. of croquet. Yeah, it's it's roke, but yeah, it's, just mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson with the axe. Yeah, just yeah. I was like axe. Oh wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, and he <laughs> and he beats the hell out of Wendy with this mallet oh. in the book, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Does when, but but Wendy makes it out of the book, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because but it's, she's a, a, it's a mallet. She's in Doctor like, Sleep. Beats okay. her up with it though. You're like, oh my lord. Yeah, yeah. She makes it. Um, what is the highest grossing Stephen King book turned to movie? How, wait, okay. Uh, like oh. in terms of the movie, made, made, the, so most made money. the most money. So the movie. theatrical. Don't think too hard on it. I mean, it w- was it one of the its or it, was it? It was it. You know which it? one? Probably chapter one. It was chapter, chapter one. Yes. Yeah. Eight hundred and fifty million. That movie made a lot of money. Eight hundred and fifty. That's eight hundred and fifty million. Wow. Um, it was, I, it was big news. I think that we saw it chapter one in the theater like three times. Really? Yeah. We saw it twice for sure. We, we saw it twice. A third, a third time, yeah. We sat in the audience with Elijah Wood at the Vista. I remember <laughs> one. So we looked over. It was like, oh, shit, there's like Elijah Wood sitting right there. Yeah. And then when we were wandering around the Santa Anita Mall one day, we saw that it was just playing. And we we're just like, do you just want to use one of our A-list pass to go see it right now? We're not doing anything. So yeah. So we sat through... Just so the, then that was the third time. Sat then. two and a half hours <laughs> of it we, again. Because yep. we saw it in the dome the Just first time. leisurely yep. two and a half hours. <laughs> you, know, you know, whatever. You know, we've got time. Yeah. The second movie yeah. is kind of a mess. I like the cast of it, but I mean, it. Yeah, it's good that cast. book, when yeah. it comes down to it, is kind of unadaptable towards the end of it. So I mean, that's a lot of King's work, though. A yeah. Lot of it, yeah. It's crazy that so much of it has been adapted because a right. lot of it seems like something that can't be adapted. Well, and they change so much of yeah. them. Well, they, they yeah. have to if you're going to make it into a film because yeah. nobody has the kind of time for that, like, a, it'd have to be a series, right, you know? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Unless I read the, like, plot synopsis for Cujo, which I could just read that book because it's it's not very long. And I was like, that, it seems short. I was like, that's all there is? That, <laughs> they're pretty much in this, vo- in this, in this mm-hmm. pinto for, like, the entire movie. <laughs> this is wild. That was very, that was very Have you never seen though. Cujo? I've, n- I've not seen it in, I've, I want to say, 25 I've never seen Cujo. 30 years. We love, I mean, we love D. Wallace on the show. Yeah. I feel like I was a little small mm-hmm. child and it was on and it was like, oh, yeah. this and the is little really boy scary. is our, is our buddy it's from Danny Pintaro. Danny Pintaro. Yep. Mm-hmm. From Who's the Boss. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the highest rated Stephen King movie on Rotten Tomatoes? It is. Oh, easy. What? Shawshank. Nope. Oh, Green Mile. Nope. Damn. Green Mile. Surprisingly okay. low on that list. We're I was kind of surprised. We're talking really? Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it might be in the top five, but okay. I, I think it was just outside of it. So, Misery? No. Damn. Close, though. Best actress. Um, <laughs> Morris Claiborne? This is 93%, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Carrie. Carrie. It is followed by Stand By Me at 92%. Uh, And yeah, I was kind of surprised that the Green Mile was kind of in the 
it was kind of in the low 80s. And that got like a Best Picture nomination. Yeah, you got yeah. Tom Hanks in there giving a hell of a performance. Okay, I'm curious yeah. to see what if you two get this. All what right. is the lowest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes? It is 0%. Maximum Fitter. Overdrive. No. Ooh. No. <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> okay, so this is, from, uh, this is from 1990. Oh, 1990. It is a series of shorts. The, I have never seen this. It's a it's a movie and it's a series of shorts from yeah. 1990. I didn't know that it was this it was not well received. Gosh. Oh uh <laughs> it is graveyard shift. There's a graveyard shift movie? Mm-hmm. I I guess I complete I think from, I've seen graveyard shift. Wait, is that the one with the rats? I forgot it was shorts. I don't know. Oh, oh isn't it? I just assumed it was shorts. Is it not? Well, because Graveyard Shift, the I think book Graveyard is, Shift is, but I think they just adapted oh, the story. Oh, they just did one. They just did into, one story. Yeah. Okay, and it, yeah, yeah, it's like massive rats. Yeah, that's the yeah. one with the big rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit is wild. So wild. you mentioned Cujo earlier. What kind of a dog was the inspiration for Cujo? What kind of dog is he in the book? I don't know about the movie because I have not seen the movie. It's it's the same in the book and the movie. And it is a St. Bernard. St. Bernard. I was no. reading that um, it was inspired from an experience that King had when retrieving his motorcycle from a repair shop in Maine the summer of 1977. And in the junkyard, there was a really angry dog that did not like King and said it was the biggest St. Bernard he'd ever seen in his life. And that's what led to the inspiration for Cujo. I have seen some like Instagram like memeified images of there's there's pictures of a stunt guy in the St. Bernard. Costume, I love that. And it's wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have not it's seen insane. That. <laughs> He's just like standing up. He kind of looks like uh what was what was Big Bird's friend? No. Wasn't there a big dog like in the opening credits of Sesame Street? Gosh, I'm now I'm really dating myself. Oh, I don't know. There was a dog at one point. <laughs> Listeners, trust me. I'm not talking about Snuffleupagus. There's a big, crazy dog. I'll look it up as we're talking. All right. Keep we're, going. We're going to finish this quiz on cameos in Stephen King movies. Okay. I'm going to name the movie and see if you can remember where he is in the movie. Okay. Maximum Overdrive. Okay. Yeah. He, uh... God damn it. Okay. I know he's in this movie somewhere. Is he dead? That's my... It's my, oh, that's your Yardley Smith? That's my Yardley Smith. Is he at the ATM and yeah. the ATM says eat shit or something? Yeah, he's the man at the bank. <laughs> and the ATM's like, like tell him to fuck yeah, off or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Who's okay. he in Pet Cemetery? All right. We just watched this movie, so I have an image of him as a trucker in like everything now. Mm-hmm. He is... He is like a priest or something. He's the minister. In the, in the funeral. Okay, because yeah. I, I was going to say priest or preacher, but yeah. I keep thinking that's him in um, oh, the one with the, the, the cat people. Oh, uh, sleepwalkers. 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 That's my next, that's my next one. He's the cemetery caretaker in yes, okay. Sleepwalkers. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Sleepwalkers. Do you remember where he shows up in the movie Thinner? I've, I've sadly never I've, seen. I've, thinner. I've never seen thinner, thinner either. either. I've I thought this was interesting. Yeah. Apparently, he's a pharmacist. Okay. All right. The Stephen or uh, the Shining TV adaptation. The Shining TV adaptation. I don't recall. I don't remember him in this either, and I know yeah. that I have watched. We this. just watched it like a couple years. ago. I haven't we watched, seen the we Shining. We rented it a couple years ago. TV adaptation since like it aired. Like it came I think. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, he is a band leader. Okay, for kind like of in the hotel, of, in the hotel, like when they he's a ghost. when they do the ghosts. Oh, okay. So yeah, 
Stephen mm, King. Makes sense. I mean, somebody from all of our childhoods that we all grew up on Stephen King movies. Yeah. Even if you don't know it, you've enjoyed Stephen King films. Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously, because yeah. there's there's so many like Shawshank and Green Mile yeah. and Stand, Stand By Me, Stand by me Stand that by people me, kind yeah. of maybe don't even... That you don't realize mm-hmm. Stephen King until you get older. Yeah. yeah. What are some of your favorites of just kind of things that you always go back to? My hands-down favorite Stephen King that I go back to, and it's Stephen King's favorite also, <laughs> is Salem's Lot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the TV movie. I was going to say, are they... I, Aren't they re- redoing so it? What's going on with there that? is a movie it's that done. It's it done. is done, okay. but it is just being held by Warner Brothers. It keeps getting pushed. I, I mean, I don't know if it's one of those movies that they wrote it off yeah. for tax reasons and it's just not coming out. Sure. If it's just eventually going to end up on streaming. Now, if they're going to have giant holes in their schedule because of the writer's strike, they yeah, might need to dig that shit up and give it some sort of release date. Yeah. It was supposed to be out last Labor Day. Holy shit. Yeah. So it was supposed to be out a year ago. Oh, my God. And they just completely pulled it. it. Yeah, it completed filming in 21. Wow. It's done. I don't know if it was one of those things that it got bad test results and they just thought we're going to have to deal with this later and just pulled it off the schedule and they just kind of forgotten about it in this past year. I don't know. Um, the Pet Cemetery prequel is finally coming out on Paramount Plus. I'm excited for that. In like a week, yeah, yeah. I think it might even be better than the remake that I had mixed feelings on. Oh, I hadn't seen the remake yet because I love uh, the I yeah. love the original. Yeah, I love the, the original. I so love the original as a kid too, yeah. and I yeah. loved. I know it's bad. I know it's a real bad movie, but I liked too. I was gonna say, what I are our thoughts two. on Pet Cemetery Two? With I know Scott two, Eddie Furlong. Yeah. Well, it kicked it up a level with the gore, and yeah. I was like, that, that's where I came in as a kid. I was like, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have a controversial opinion that okay. I have read The Shining, and I prefer the I prefer the Stanley Kubrick movie. The movie, ooh, yeah. I know that's kind of a, a big statement so, for for King fans. So I read The Shining as well, and I feel like. It is a very well done character study on a on a man and his struggles with alcoholism, the inner demons, his inner demons, and his family kind of falling apart around him. But King was I scared? <laughs> Not really. No. But King famously hates that film I, don't, yes. I, I think that he said that he doesn't hate it but i think that he was just like well that's not really my book i heard he yeah. cooled off on it since yeah flanagan's doctor sleep okay he yeah. said it made flanagan's version of doctor sleep and it being able to um yeah. incorporate uh kubrick's film and his book yes said i think he said it made him kind of cool on kubrick's film so many appreciates it for what it well, is well i think yeah. mike flanagan is smart enough to know with audiences if that if you were to have done that movie and not worked in the stephen king movie the, your general audiences movie, wouldn't yeah. have gotten it of yeah. that like what like what is all of this yeah. well there's a quote from king and i, I don't i could be getting the make of the automobile wrong but he said it's like a beautiful buick when you lift the hood, there's nothing underneath. <laughs> <laughs> we really enjoyed Dr. Sleep. I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I mean, Flanagan has become yeah. the go-to Stephen King adaptation guy. He yeah. just gets it, you know? Yeah. He gets it, and he knows how to adapt it, and it just he's just he's really good at what he, he does. He gets the classics of that. He can do something like The Haunting of Hill House and make it new, that it's yeah. not a shot-by-shot remake of... The Robert Wise movie or the Yon Debont movie. It's like he makes I'm it very he makes it stand on its own. This uh, uh fall of the house. Yeah, it's cool. And I like and I like that he works with kind of the same cast. Well, I was very too. kind of like when I saw that they were doing that, I was like, Fall of the House of Usher, like there are better Pope 
what? Yeah. And then I see the trailer and I was like, oh, I, like, I see oh, what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, fam. He, I'll watch this. <laughs> he released last year um, the Christopher Pike anthology series, uh, Midnight, Midnight Club. Midnight Club, yeah. Which was really fun. Like, just like most anthologies, some are better than others. Yeah. But I I really enjoyed Midnight Club. And that was, a, speaking of kind of what we were talking about earlier, yeah. it's a good throwback to like the 80s. Absolutely, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's actually early 90s, Sure, Midnight Club. But it has that feel. It does. And it's done, it's just done really well. A lot of great, yeah. like, young actors who some are now in the fall of House of Usher. How yeah. Oh, okay. It works with yeah. the same people a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, Haunting of Hill House on Netflix was a moment. It, oh, that God. we were all talking about oh, it. Yeah. I loved Haunting that, of Hill House. There is a jump scare in that, that... Pete was watching with me, and I know that he had seen it, and you knew it was coming. Yeah. And, is it the, in the car? The Shriek, neck lady in the car? Shriek out loud. She comes out yeah. like in between them. <laughs> screamed out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That shit was insane. I, I love that. <laughs> and I just absolutely, I mean, because you know how I am with, with vampire media. <laughs> I absolutely just like consumed, like voraciously consumed Midnight Mass. Sure. When it came out. I watched. Uh, sorry if anybody hasn't seen it. <laughs> Spoiler: It's vampires. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I watched. I think I watched three episodes uh, the day it came out, and it got late, and I was like, "I got to go to bed," but I'm gonna wake up immediately <laughs> and finish this. And I did. It was so good. <laughs> but also, yeah, kind of feels very reminiscent of Salem's Lot. Okay. It's got that vibe, like sure. it's Flanagan kind of channeling King. Right. right. Make, and it's just really good. Make vampires scary again. But yeah. this Salem's Lot adaptation that shelved, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Us, I mean, give us that. I almost the third. I almost think Lot. that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you never know. I think that with the writers' strike, they're probably just going to need content for yeah. something to come out. Here, so yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, all the shelved Warner Brothers stuff might come to light. For all we know, the, all the 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 Batgirl controversy. We just That's need to. I was just, just need to fire. We yeah. just need to fire that CEO. Yeah. Seriously, he'll be gone soon. They're never there for that long. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's Creep get show to talking two. about Creep, Creep Show. Two. So we should probably talk about these segments. The first segment is Old Chief Woodenhead. Well, before we talk about Old Chief Woodenhead, I want to talk about oh, the wraparound. Sure, the wraparound. Yes. Uh, it starts off live action. Billy. Yeah. Blonde Billy with the bowl, with the with the with the Will Byers hair. Little Billy. Little Billy. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The Will Byers hair, this was a real moment. Kids had this haircut yeah. as little Billy does. In this movie, they don't have it when they're fucking six two, and <laughs> yeah, pushing eighteen. <laughs> Duffer Brothers, give this kid a break. <laughs> He's gonna be thirty five. Give, give him a haircut, haircut for crying out loud. <laughs> Joey Lawrence only had it for so long, um, but so we it starts off live action, but then it quickly you know transitions into animation, but not before we see this full. Makeup appliance creep. Yeah. Throwing these newspapers out. Yeah. And I don't know who does the voice it's, over. Yeah, because it's not Savini's voice. No, it's no. not his voice Savini's at all. Savini's behind the makeup, yes. but it's not his voice right, at all. Right, And I don't, it might be in the credit list. I was scanning through it, and I didn't see voice. It just says he's just listed as, as the creep. Um, but it's great because it's like it's this newspaper truck, and he's like in this co- you know coveralls, but he's got this insane face. And when he throws out, I love he throws out the the newspapers, and then he does this very like magician like, <laughs> well, like well, that's hands. what well that's what Tom Savini's doing at the end. Yes, all the yep. way down the road. Mm-hmm. But you know, but I think also because it's about to transition into animation, into animation. and animation, you know, these it's got to look lively. Yes, and, yeah. a little bit more. This animation is giving me. 
definitely 80s Saturday morning cartoons, but yeah. also a little 90s because I remember the Tales from the Crypt cartoon show. It's kind of an eminent... Tales, Tales from the Crypt Keeper? Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Kind of gives me that a little bit. Yeah, see, I was getting full metal uh, yeah. vibes, yeah. Yeah, we were getting definitely heavy metal, uh, definitely, heavy metal. So yeah. Like, or um, uh, the Hobbit yeah. animated film we were talking the about. The yeah. back style yeah. Yeah, sure. of animation. Um, but not, it's not quite sophisticated enough to be like a feature with yeah. this style. No. Um, but it's... It's so moody because there's like this score that's behind it that's kind of like a like electronic kind of keyboardy, just like a couple steps away from like Tangerine Dream, yeah, sort of, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's just that whole like minor key spooky music yeah. stuff. But I don't know something about that score and the animation style. Less, it's just less read. That's who did the score. Did for the score? This movie. Okay. I okay. took. Uh, I did a double take when mm-hmm. I saw less read as a score because I was not fully paying attention over the credits. Sure. And I was like, Lou Reed. Yeah, ah, I thought the I same thing. Lou Reed. And I was like, oh, I had to rewind it because Lou Reed was going in my notes. And yeah, like, you're going to no, be like, what? Not Lou Reed. It looks like um, Les Reed was a successful songwriter in the 1960s. Okay. That he wrote some big pop hits, apparently. All right, all right. But this, from, this opening is a mood, though. Like, yeah, it really because is. Because you, you start with this live-action creep, and then... Only bits and pieces of it are yeah. animated until it becomes fully animated. Right, like right, he throws right. out the comic book, yeah, and then it flies almost like a like a like a bird or a mm-hmm. butterfly animated. Flaps. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then and then the creep turns, and then before you know it, the whole thing is animated. Yes. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Okay, so George Romero talks about kind of growing up on comics like this. Okay, so that's a too. big thing. The old EC the comics, EC comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like um, I think he even talked about uh, Amazing Stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, he talked about how yeah. Spielberg tried to do something like Creepshow later. Well, there, there. This was a big genre in in oh theatrical. Oh, movies. specifically, like Amazing Stories was a was something like that. Yeah, as well. Okay, this was a big. This was I a big genre Amazing in stories. in in theatrical movies, but on TV they were doing the same thing. Yeah. They did Amazing Stories. They did you know Tales, Tales from, the, from the Dark from side. the Dark Side. Yeah, there was a Tales from the Dark Side. When I tell you that I'm still scared. Of the opening? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, if Tales from the Dark Side came on, yeah. that opening theme, yeah. Yeah. I would run yeah. to the other room. I could not take mm-hmm. it. That opening theme is creepy. Yeah. Just pull it up on YouTube. It's, listen to it's it. It's awful. It's, yeah. It is creepy. Yeah. There's a, there's a, an episode or a segment, and it's, it's winter, and it's Christmas time, and it's snowing, and this grandpa is telling the children about this, like, this monster and how you can hear it because it's like flaps its wings and like all this stuff. And then at the very end, like you start here and he's like, there it is. And there's a storm and all that. And I forgot what the monster's called. I think it's called like the, the, I think it's called the, the grither or something. And like, finally at the very end, like the monster like shows up and it's real. And it, Scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> I was young. I'm like seven or eight. And I don't know why I'm watching this, but to this day, still scared. But yeah, it was, it was, even on TV, they were still doing these shows. Mm-hmm. Amazing Stories was a little bit more... It's a little more family-friendly. It Amazing wasn't Stories ha- was more fun. They had some that I think kind of leaned creepy, not yeah, quite yeah, yeah. horror, but yeah. then they do a fun one. Yeah. You know? It yeah. was, I liked Amazing Stories. Yeah. It Sci-fi, was, like, very ta- Tales of the yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I think a big thing with all of these comic books was that they were morality tales for the readers, that bad people usually get their comeuppance in these stories. I mean, in this... 
this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. That's for damn. Yeah. But yeah, just kind of sure. like I mean, it's supposed to teach kids kind of right and wrong yeah. through these yeah. like horror shorts, right? Um, yeah, and I feel like that those comics weren't really around like in the eighties and nineties, or maybe they were, but we weren't reading them. I wasn't reading, yeah, because I mean, superhero comics like they are now were yeah. a bigger thing in like the eighties, nineties. Um, but I think, I mean, I think they were a big thing in the, in the late fifties, early sixties, yeah. probably, oh, yeah. probably inspired Romero quite a yeah, bit. Absolutely. And I, I want to say it was the EC comics and like the horror comics that started the whole debate, like the, the Congress getting involved and they have, yeah. that's why we have a comics authority code or oh, comics code. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because like they thought these board. things were like, were like immoral. Yes. Yeah. We are talking about that with Lisa Wilcox today. Yeah. Because there's a character in Nightmare on Elm Street 5 that draws comic books. Yes. And we were talking about if, if that was like a, a thing with parents talking about how in the, in, the, in the 80s and 90s it was video games, right? Yeah. It was video games that parents were saying like this is going to like desensitize your kids. It was and animation into, and video games. It was yeah. Mortal Kombat and yes. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Mortal Kombat was like. Yeah, that was a big deal. You're ripping so controversial. Spines, I mean, blood everywhere. Yeah. Some of these new Mortal Kombat shit. I do these fatalities, yeah. and I'm like, are you fucking oh my kidding God. me? You're watching every bone crunch and like the spleen explode. Wild. Yeah. Do you have the new <laughs> game where, where you can play Superman? Uh, the oh, Injustice yeah, series? Yeah. 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 They're not even I mean, good. If, but <laughs> if, if Superman's in it, I'm, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> yeah. Although I've kind of, just a quick aside, and I promise I won't turn this into a Superman episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of evil Superman. That's it. I'm just going to put it there. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. tired of it. It's not yeah. original. It's not clever. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Did you just because you think the character's boring and you can't write him, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> but yeah, Injustice is fun. But their fatalities are not nearly as wild as Mortal Kombat. No, they got censored by Warner Brothers. Yeah, like yeah. Where Mortal Kombat's just wild. we can't it's see just... Superman get his head ripped off. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah. But um, okay, so we've got our we've got our animated or live action the ghost animation intro, and then the creep is he's delivering these comic books, so he's kind of showing us what's in this issue or whatever, and so we go right into Chief Woodenhead, old Chief Woodenhead. Chief okay, Woodenhead. so and I think this is our kind of our lo- our bottom yeah. of the three. If yeah. you're gonna, if you're gonna rank yeah. all of them, yeah. but just a quick aside before we jump yeah. right into old Chief Woodenhead, yeah, when the truck pulls up and it says Maine. Yeah. Is this supposed to be dairy? I mean, maybe. Uh, I guess so, but, yeah. well, I know, but I know King isn't like dairy specific. Right. I know There's, he does all like a, like little towns like in Castle Maine. Rock or I think. Castle Rock, yeah. you know, Salem's Lot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. But like my immediate reaction when I saw the sure. was like, ooh, dairy. Yeah. Were, you trying, to look, were yeah. you trying to look for the theater from it? I can't remember what the theater <laughs> in the book is named. Yeah, I don't remember. But this called. seems almost a little smaller than Dairy. It's yeah, like a, it, a, it, yeah. yeah one this street is a small town. town. Yeah. Well, we saw we you know the the it's like a big crane shot of the town. And you can see like the church chapel like in the background, and then the little one street. And I'm th- and I said to Scott, I was like, this looks like a movie studio backlot, but this is a real town. But it's a town. <laughs> like it's yeah. a yeah. real little ass town. Like that's what they're trying to look like. Um, Okay, so we uh, we're gonna go into Chief Woodenhead. We got it. We got to <laughs> well, okay, get into we'll this. We'll get one. into <laughs> so, Chief Woodenhead here. George Kennedy from Cool Hand Luke and Dorothy uh, Lamore. The yes. last role that that Dorothy Lamore made before her she swan, passed. her swan song. Her yeah. swan song. But I mean, she died a number of years later. But this was her last major sure. movie. I mean, Dorothy Lamore. I mean, she had done classic comedies with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Yeah, so she's in all the road movies. With she's Bob in all Hope the road movies. I mean, George Kennedy, like I mentioned. Cool Hand Luke. That's what I always think of when and I think of George Kennedy. The Naked Gun. 
I the naked gun. <laughs> I always think of naked gun. Yeah. I mean, so he he kind of had like a little boom in the eighties. Yeah, he did. Where he started to get a lot of work. Yeah, and I think he was in a lot of the disaster movies too. Of like, the, I think he's uh, an airport. Owen Allen disaster yeah. movie. I think he's an yeah, airport. He's okay. okay, so what is our hot take from the first segment? Because <sighs> I kind of have strong feelings about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> strong feelings about. It. Okay, so it's. I mean, this this one is insane. Yeah. First of all, like I kind of feel like, oh, there's you know, there's not a lot going on or whatever. But like, man, oh man, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty cuckoo bananas. <laughs> so yeah. okay, the what, concept alone is yeah, 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 yeah. So. Where are we? What are where is this Titan this town? I think it's supposed to be it's Southwest. Arizona. Like Southwest Arizona somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's so depressing when they talk about like you know, this I mean, used to be an up and coming. It's town kind of a and, comment of just sort of these deserted small towns in America where the jobs have moved away. The state of small towns in America. Um, so it's like cars. And George Kennedy said <laughs> good intentions built this country and then yeah. also uh Dorothy Lamour says good intentions tore it down too. So just ooh, kind ooh. of <laughs> this uh yeah. this old chief woodenhead was gonna be so profound. I know, damn. <laughs> um okay. So we have George Kennedy, he's got his like general store, no business. There's nobody left in this town. No one's paying their no one's paying their tabs. Nobody's paying their credit, yeah, their I tab. The, I got yeah. the feeling he's just doing a lot of favors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um the the I hesitate to call him a chief. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to step on any toes here. <laughs> what is what is the character name? The it elder is, um, Benjamin White Moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes in Which, with first time we see Benjamin White Moon. <laughs> the thing that stuck out to me, I was like, "Oh, Benji White Moon here can't cross the street. He has to get in a car and be driven across <laughs> being, the street. He's being chauffeured around by his nephews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That stuck out to me like a sore thumb. I was yeah. like, "Oh, you couldn't." Just, like, but walk but 30 I mean, feet? but yeah. even just the. The line delivery of Dorothy Lamour of when she's just like pulling up in a limousine. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, really? But you know what? <laughs> I This dead town. What I give this section credit for is I think that they're going for, they're definitely going for something here. That they're trying to kind of comment on the state of America, what these people's relationships are to the native community. Right. And growing up in Montana, I would see casual racism to Native Americans all the time. Right. Yeah. That it's just something that you definitely dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I have listened to kind of offhanded comments like this from family members. So it yeah. is definitely wow. something in America. Does this section land everything that it's doing? <laughs> I don't think so. But I admire that it's trying it's trying to say something. Sure. Though. Sure, sure. Uh but he has his uh his little bundle of collateral, right? Kind of to tell George Kennedy, like, I'm not going to pay you back right now, but hold on to this and, you know, we're going to get you. We're going to pay, pay our tab at some point. Yeah. Later on, they say that there's $10,000 in turquoise and silver. That's a lot of turquoise. I mean, turquoise is expensive, has, but has is turquoise, it that expensive? Has turquoise decline I, yeah. like that didn't, seem it didn't like, look like that much it didn't seem like that much <laughs> like how much is silver worth silver yeah. worth a lot silver is expensive silver, right guess. silver can be expensive yeah, yeah okay I guess silver and turquoise silver and turquoise combined yeah. yeah you get yourself down to the Pomona Fair you're gonna make a pretty <laughs> penny on this on this little bundle here but um, 
soon we get kind of hit up by the local street toughs. And, yeah. you know, we were talking about this. And one of them is, um, it's the son of... Uh, is it Benjamin's Benjamin. son? I think it's, okay. I think it's Benjamin's, Benjamin's son. son. Okay. Or Sam or nephew. Whose name is Sam White Moon, who is yeah. played by Hoyt Mc- McCalmy. A very white man. A very, a very white man and is very tan. He's in Fight yeah. Club. He's in, fi- he I mean, in Fight Club. I mean, he's yeah. in a lot of stuff <laughs> when you look at his lot. filmography. Yeah. yeah. He's been in Fight Club. I think that he's in Three Kings, too. Is he the guy in Fight Club that gets in the Halo neck brace situation? I, th- I think so. I think he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he is. Um, yeah, he's definitely somewhere in Fight Club. But you know what? It's just kind of a bummer of that. I mean, you went out of your way to cast the other characters of Native, yeah. like, why can't you find someone that's Sam that's Every a working native actor? Other native characters played by a native actor. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, just this guy. The this hair, dude, he's I got mean, blue eyes. The hair would look better. <laughs> yeah. Was that, that a wig? Scott's yeah. not that's having this wig. Right wig at I'm not all. having this. I'm not <laughs> having this thirsty wig. <laughs> it's so straight, and they make such a big deal about it. This was this hair is gonna make me a star so, in Hollywood. So my so my thing to which I say to him, it's like you really think casting directors are like, oh yeah, we really want a Native American, yeah, <laughs> a full blooded Native American with hair down his back. That's what's gonna put asses in the seats. Like, I f- I feel like in the eighties they were not looking for that for that character type. You know, did I don't he know come what out of thinking a, of out of a read and they're like, how was it? And he's like. Ah. <laughs> Pretty fucking terrible, but did you see that hair? Did you see the hair? I gotta have him. Bring him back. Gotta have him. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess that it is commenting on the generational differences with Native cultures of the kind of the older traditions Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. kind of this kid that just wants to go to Hollywood to be an actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, too, I I feel like he's just, like, regardless of his background, he's just a piece of shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, he's he's rude to his friend. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe this is a product of... You know, there's a lot to comment on here. And is it a product of, you know, upbringing and institutional racism? And that's why he's like such an asshole to like his friends and everybody. Um, But it's like he's he's using the one friend is rich and then the other friend, fatso or whatever. Well, it's it's so funny because he's got the one friend who's overweight and the one friend who's rich. And he literally calls them fatso and rich boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's 100% using them. Yeah, absolutely. Rich rich boy has the car. He's got the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's going to get him to Hollywood. He says, I need a slave. Oh. That's what he told him. He's making the white man pay. He's making the white man pay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, I I need you around. I need my slave. This white man. Oh, my God. With a tan. Yeah. He's making the other white man play. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> blue-eyed white man. Yeah. Uh, okay. But at the very, like, one of the very first shots in the in the beginning of the segment shows that at the outside of George Kennedy's uh, general store, he's got uh, a wooden Indian. So a mm-hmm. wooden, what do you call him? Like cigar a cigar store, store yeah. Indian. Yeah, cigar store yeah. Indian. I mean, there might be a, a more of a proper name for yeah, him, but yeah. I mean, this is also just kind of Americana. Right, right, Of right. just like stores at that time, oh, like sometimes had yes. native figures like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and George Kennedy is is kind of giving him a touch up on his paint job because he's out in the, his, his war paint. In the desert yeah. sun. Yeah. So he's giving him, yeah, he's giving him some more paint. Again, this is all the movie. This is just. <laughs> Stuff that's happening in this 1987 movie. Uh, so that's kind of set up that that's there. And um, th- when they rob the store. Yeah. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> is this the longest segment? I don't know. I feel like it really there's I, like a lot going on. I don't know if it's the longest. Yeah. They cram a lot into yeah. like yeah. however twenty five minutes. It feels like the longest segment. Yeah. Maybe just because it's not my favorite. Right. 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 Well, also that we're starting out this movie with the heaviest segment yeah. too. Yeah. It's hella dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just not like fun horror. Yeah. It's yeah. like we're gonna talk. We're gonna have yeah. social commentary. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's pretty dark. Yeah. Um. So I mean. He murders. He murders poor George Kennedy and, and Dorothy and Lamore. Dorothy Lamore. Now, here's here's the thing that caught me though. He he murdered Dorothy. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if it was a murder. I want to see that if it was, on was accident. Yeah. I think it was a mistake. Yeah. And then once it yeah. happened, he was just all He's in. Just He's like, like no, I'm down for murder. Now we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they steal what they can. They take the jewels, the ten thousand dollars in jewels, take off to go. Pack, I guess, because they got to get to Hollywood. Got to get to Hollywood to sell that hair. Rich boys got to get him to Hollywood. Yeah, and this is when Old Chief Woodenhead comes to life, and this appliance, whatever it's, it is, it's fantastic. It's yeah, so it's good. It's pretty effective. It looks really <laughs> wooden. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's an actor in there moving. The yeah. only time it fell apart for me, as I was praising it when I was watching, yeah. it's like, oh, this looks really good. Is when he reached in to apply to more the, war paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see the fingers, like the glove, kind of bent back. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. The little fingers kind of... (laughs) That aside, it's a pretty good piece of makeup. The texture of the outside of it, it looks like carved wood. Like carved wood, like a wood grain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, really well done. And, uh, you know, he hunts them down one by one. Um, You know, Rich Rich Boyd, his, like, nice house. I guess there's a nice neighborhood somewhere close enough. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did Rich Boy have a nice house, or did he just not live in a trailer? Yeah, I guess like, I was going to say, yeah. he just wasn't poor. Like, he just, he, 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 they were like, <laughs> it was fine. They were like middle Yeah, they were like middle class. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it was, a, it was a decent house. Seemed like, it, what, three, four bedroom, mm-hmm, couple kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a mansion by any means. No, no, no. no. But because the other one, Fatso, lived, <laughs> lived in a damn trailer. Um, yeah. Fatso had a gross death. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> he had the arrow, right? He had the arrows. He had the yeah. arrows. Uh, the rich boy got the axe or the, the tomahawk tomahawk. <laughs> guess, yeah. He got I the guess. tomahawk. I like to think, <laughs> but it was that, all done in shadow. So it was tasteful. I like, <laughs> I like to think that Quentin Tarantino thought of this movie when he was Kill Bill. doing Kill Bill. It's very like L driver and, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and the bride mm-hmm. <laughs> fighting at the trailer. <laughs> he pulls his, he pulls him through a wall. Yeah. Yeah. That was very L driver. <laughs> and so, okay. So I mean, he he scalps him. Yeah, <laughs> old one. Well, we can't pull like we can't foreshadow that long hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like just setting it up, you gotta, so you gotta, much attention to that. Yeah, you gotta do yeah. something to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kind of like the shot of 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 the statue at the end of the movie with this like just like bunch of hair in his bloody yeah because in his hand. because yeah. pops wakes up and um all of the jewelry is on his bed. And oh, when he right, when he yeah. goes back to yeah. the general store, that's what he finds the statue. Yeah, yeah. This segment is not my favorite. I appreciate that it's going for something. I mean, it's definitely relying on stock tropes of Native American characters. Yeah, you can definitely tell this is written by white people. Oh yeah, like we're yeah. we're like w- one more minute and we would have seen the actual tear coming out of like yeah. old Chief Woodenhead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I did like that. I mean, I guess he's a chief. I hate to say chief. Also, right, I know. Moon. Yeah, I do like in that first scene before we get to the robbery. He there's almost like a like a kinship or like a reverence to right. old Chief Woodenhead. He like he greets him. He says mm-hmm, goodbye mm-hmm. to him. So what do we 
what do we think's going on there, though? Yeah. I, is this I, like I, a native curse? Like, right, I right, right. want answers. Yeah. And I know a lot of 80s horror didn't give you answers. Yeah. It's like, here's a monster, it's a monster, get over it. Especially you in know? anthology movies. Yeah. In, yeah. in all three of these, there's no have time for lore. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's no one of those things. I mean, I don't know if anybody's wanting to have new passes at of any of these shorts, but I feel oh, God, like no. if you actually had Native American filmmakers do a pass at this, I would be curious to see how you would update material yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, not my favorite segment. <laughs> but we, okay, but the next one actually is your favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the wrath. I think it's my favorite as well. It's all no. Gaiman's favorite <laughs> yeah. section of this movie. This is the reason I we feel chose like this movie. <laughs> whenever you're talking to gay guys about Creep Show, the raft always comes up and these two cult models. <laughs> Not a cult model. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, the casting people, they knew they were on to something with, with these four. Um, okay. This segment, there's not a lot of setup. It's very no. simple story. Okay. So this is one of my favorite sort of subgenres of horror is just kind of characters that are held in one place and there's imminent death yeah, involved. This is, yeah, this is this, I kind of think of I think of the book and movie. Um the book is a little better. Scott Smith's The Ruins. Okay. Where they're yeah. trapped on a hill and there is like yeah. there's um this alive vegetation and ivy that is like eating them alive. I think of open water. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, this mm-hmm. gave me like, you know, teens traveling to a destination and they all don't make it out vibes like Cabin in the Woods, yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have Deke and Laverne in the front seat, and we have Randy and Rachel in the back seat. Yeah. And Deke is driving this yellow... Is it a Malibu? Deke really, a, Deke really looks Trans-Am. like. I thought it was a Camaro. So okay. yeah, maybe a Trans Am. Yeah, could because this is eighty seven. So I feel like if it was a Malibu, that would have been just an old car. So yeah, it was probably like more like a Trans Am. I think you're right. Paul Satterfield definitely has Deke. the eighties porn star look about him. Jeez Louise! Yeah, he he looks like a cult model. He is like Billy Zabka, like. Like times a 10 tall blonde <laughs> yeah. that like perfect curl and the hair is yeah. so good <laughs> i thought i thought watching it he is he is just like he's very similar looking mm-hmm. like a step removed from christopher reeve yeah, sure. absolutely. He's got, he that, could look, be he's got like the same the features. Nose, they could be yeah. they could be cast with yeah. brothers. Yeah, if he, yeah if, could be his brother. If yeah. he's in a black wig, yeah, it would be yeah. it would be uncanny. Um, I, as a kid, remember they're passing around a joint as they're driving down this windy road, and I'm just like, they are openly taking drugs in this oh movie. I'm like, this movie is subversive. <laughs> this movie is out wild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, this is the kind of movie I'm watching. What is this? Is for adults only. Um, you know, as a kid, I'm thinking. Wow, they're they're pretty pretty. I mean, you don't you see kids drinking in movies all the time, beer, or whatever. But you, I don't know, you don't really see, at least in movies aimed for like teens or whatever. You don't really see them like passing joints around, at yeah. least in the eighties. So I was like, wow, okay, this is this is where we're going. This is some heavy shit right here. So we don't know where they are, um, but we do know it's almost Halloween, and they're driving out to a lake to go swimming. Yeah, and there's. I don't understand this whole dock situation. There's this dock. Uh, there's a floating that's, dock. That's in the middle of this pond. Yeah. That's somehow people who live on the lake bring the dock in in the off season in the winter. Yeah. And they, they're they just right before 
you know, they're doing it. And all the people who live there are gone. All the snowbirds are gone. So they're going to go swim in this freezing cold lake. And Deke, who's driving, just has this kind of like his attitude. He's I don't know. He's just very like alpha, just joking around, just devil may care, just like doesn't. Yeah, like, calling it, everybody um, names, even it, his girlfriend. Is it Deke's like, girlfriend, Laverne, that just has a very eighties look about her. Yes, yeah, Laverne. I almost thought she was in Can't Buy Me Love, but she's not. Like, um, very, looks very eighties. The girl in the back, Rachel, looks straight out of Carrie. Like she looks super seventies. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Randy is just, yeah, just blonde, curly hair, like, cute boy in the backseat. Love it. This is stupid shit that we would have done in college. Okay. In Montana. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember jumping into, like, a 50 degree lake? cold bodies of water. I remember no. us going to a brewery in, around Flathead Lake, and then our way back, we jumped in Flathead Lake, and it was fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, see this? <laughs> This short always stuck with me because as a kid growing up in the South, in the summer, you go to the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going, you just go Same. to the river. You're, yep. you're having fun in the water. You go floating. Yep. Yep. You go mm-hmm. down the river in, a, in an inner tube. There mm-hmm. was one spot that my mom and her boyfriend always liked to take us to. Yeah. And it had a dark spot. What does that mean? Sure. It was really deep. deep. It was deep. Uh, and you could feel, you could you feel could, how cold it is. When you yeah. got over it, it was <laughs> the coldest. <laughs> If and uh, I would do my because of this short, <laughs> I would do my damnedest to swim around, around. the dark spot. Just in it case. was just, it was just one dark spot yeah. in the water. Oh no, and that's I was creepy. like <laughs> not doing it. And then every now and again, I would tempt fate, and I'd be like, I'm gonna swim over. Yeah, it. swim across, and it. I would swim over, it, and it would be really cold. And I'd be like, oh god, oh, no! And I just man. swim faster. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. But yeah, it was that this. <laughs> Stands out to me because of yeah. of that. All right, yeah. all right. Wow. Derek and Randy just strip. I mean, Derek like stripping down to his little his little he's yellow like, briefs. He's like speedo. Yes. Well, okay. That's I mean, this thing. scene, <laughs> I'm sure excited many a yeah. young man a, in a 1987 young, when they watched it. You know, and and it's also it's 87, and that type of swim brief was not popular. Yeah, it was kind of going out of fashion toward this kind is, of in the back end of the eighties. You wore this if you sw- if you swam like on a team, like you know what I mean. If you did it if you like were, like a professional, yeah, like a team swimmer, yeah, or, yeah, at school or whatever. But you didn't wear it to go swimming at the pool or like at the beach. At least in the states, in Europe is a different story. But it, in the states, it was very much like that is okay. Um, and and that yellow, that like banana. <laughs> and yeah, that shit was just like, all right, here we are. <laughs> I think they were I think they were given something for the boys watching. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did I mean, they did, did they know in 1987 that uh that the the horror community was populated by a bunch of queer I don't know. I felt like dudes, Romero was not. Romero was pretty tapped in. Like mm. I maybe sure. maybe he knew. Okay. I mean, maybe all maybe right. Romero knew what he all was right. doing when he when he wrote this, I mean, segment, there's you know? there's something for everybody in this movie yeah. because Laverne and and Rachel are, are are pretty cute as well. But okay, so the whole thing is that it's really cold, right? Deke gets in and he runs in, and what I noticed in this movie is that he has like a joint and a lighter in like a film canister. Yeah, he kind uh, of so he kind of tucks it in his brief. In his, yeah, so it doesn't get wet, so he can swim to the to the dock with it. So he gets in, he's like, "Holy shit, it's cold." Uh, the other dude, I forget his name already, jumps Randy. in. Randy. Randy. He's talking about, like, by Daniel Beer. don't go too fast. 
you're going to get hypothermia, your heart could stop, like, it's too cold. When the girls get in, Rachel is wearing cut-off jeans and a sweatshirt and just gets in the lake. <laughs> in a sweatshirt. And I'm like, more clothes, wet, clinging to your body? Yeah. I feel like more cold. You're just going to be cold. Yeah, more. I'm like, take a, like, less cl- I don't know. Maybe that's just stupid, but... Um, and yeah, and Laverne, I feel like Laverne's just wearing like a bathing suit. I think she, yeah, she just yeah. took off her sweater. Yeah, she had like she had a t-shirt. Suit, yeah. yeah, so she and she just jumps in. Um, okay, this we get a shot of this. Um, it looks like an oil slick. Well, they say it looks like an oil yeah. slick. I gotta say, this first <laughs> scene when you see this creature. It is wildly yeah. unintimidating. Yes. Okay. It so looks like a trash bag. It looks like so a trash bag. Tom <laughs> Savini <laughs> yeah, yeah. has like talked it. about because Tom Savini helped do the rigging of this uh, blob creature. Yeah. And he kind of talks about they really they just couldn't get. That's it. That's the best that they, they could just do. Couldn't get it. Yeah. That is the best that they could do. Okay. So apparently, Tom Savini and his wife had to get scuba certified. Because they had to be underwater as they were doing it. They had to be underneath it to move it. To move oh, it. wow. Yeah. And I think that they, they tried their best to make it look scary and intimidating, but when it kind of looks down to it, it just looks like a, a tarp with crap on it. I yeah. think yeah, I think when you get the, like the wide shots where they're showing the whole thing, mm-hmm. it does. It looks like a trash bag or like yeah. a tarp. <laughs> when they get close, when they're really trying to figure out what it mm-hmm, is and it looks like mm-hmm. bubbling and oozy and there's like sinew, yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But it's just like when they're trying to show it move across the yeah. water, yeah. it's like it just looks like somebody just get the <laughs> trash bag think, out of the water. And I think guys. that it's was that just kind of, yeah. I think that was the best that they yeah. could do. And there's all this talk of like, Swim it. We can beat it. It's like, I think you could beat it. I think you could. I think, <laughs> you could out, I, think I could outrun that. Could, like doggy paddle like, yeah. and beat, yeah. <laughs> beat it. But, um, you know, he sees like a, he sees like a duck. Yeah. Like kind of trapped in it and like, okay, it's kind of what's going, going on? Lower and lower. Yeah. Like it's being possibly eaten. Yeah. Which is kind of freaky. And those yeah. first shots, it's like, it's kind of backlit by yeah. the sunlight. So you can't really you tell. You can't really tell what it is. So it's 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 creepy at first, but you know when they get there to the to the dock and he sees it. So that's when I'm like, oh shit, this segment must be kind of shorter because they get on that dock and he's like, get the fuck on this dock, get yeah. out of the water. Like it starts happening. Randy is immediately right then spooked. Yeah, like as soon as he sees the duck thing, he's yeah. like, no no no, yeah. yeah, everybody move fast. Yeah yeah, yeah. and um, you know pulling the girl pulling the girls in. Um, or up up onto the dock, but yeah, I mean, we spend the whole rest of uh, of of this segment with with everybody just in their in their bathing suits. On so this, I think that Rachel dog. is the first one that gets eaten by, um, wh- what do we even call it? What are we calling? It? I don't know the lake monster, the, the lake blob. monster, it, the blob, it's blobish. It kind of seems like a cousin to the blob. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Did Rachel, it get when it ate Rachel de- Rachel's right. death is pretty gnarly. I mean, all the all, all of them are all of them are great from this creature yeah. are all pretty. They're great. fucking gross. <laughs> they're great. They're like gross, gnarly. Yeah. yeah, they're good. It's good stuff. Because they do stuff where they do these close-ups of whatever limb it got first. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they show it like going through like, and like this, your skin. Like the skin yeah. is like yeah. burned or like yeah. melting away. Yeah. Like yeah. It's Rachel's arm and it's like, oh, it's so yeah. gory. Seeing um, Laverne's like get slowly eaten by it and then you just see her skeleton raise yeah. above <laughs> raise above the water it's like so good mouth opens. Yeah. okay but that actress though laverne when she's on the dock it's covering her and i'm like okay whatever that is they poured that all over that girl yeah like she is like on the day just like all right now how do i get this off me because that 
it was gross. I also wonder if this was some like reverse filming stuff to show it, like how it came up and I th- grabbed. Yeah, and I was around. thinking like, did they that film too. In reverse? Yeah, because there. Yeah, because I don't know if they would be able to manipulate yeah. that arm or whatever. It would have to be wrapped and then pull it off. Yeah, because at one point there's just like an appendage that comes mm-hmm. up and grabs people. Yeah, I yeah. thought that too. I think yeah, reverse photography. So yeah. when you're watching Love the scene, this actor Daniel Beer, yes, that when you look at this kid's performance, you can tell, oh, he's cold. Of that, when you just look at him, oh, he is cold. Get that kid a blanket, a, blanket. a sweater. And when you read Cup about the production coffee. and interviews with him, oh, yeah, fully like hypothermia that wow. yeah. had to go to the hospital. They had to put the set, they had to put filming on hold for a few days as he recovered. Wow. Because, yeah, he was out in the middle of this little pond filming with just shorts on. He said he's kind of like still affected by it. Yeah. Like when it gets cold, that he can't be in cold for too long because he gets really, he gets really sick. This poor actor dead. almost died. Wow. Yeah. And, and you can read it in the performance yeah. that, oh, he looks cold. Yeah. Yeah. His whole face is like completely red. It's like a different color than the rest of like his chest and his arms. It's like, and I don't think it's makeup. I think he's just like, yeah, he's flushed because I don't know, whatever you can tell it. Does. You can definitely tell it in the line delivery. Too. Yeah, he's kind of like sh- like shaky and jittery, but it's mm-hmm. because of just like <laughs> he's just shivering. Yeah. Um, okay. Deke gets sucked through the raft. Yeah. And we get the the, the leg. leg. The leg. <laughs> the leg. The leg going up leg like split. so good. So you yeah. have to imagine that Deke got snapped in half. Yeah. yeah. And when he's going through and the leg is like in front of his face. It looks like a real leg. I'm like, yeah. is somebody upside is somebody down underneath? Yeah. So, but, like Tom but, this isn't, <laughs> but this isn't breaking the wood, though. It's, he's just going right through the hole. I think it, it, I thought it broke the, some of the I raft. think it breaks a little bit of it, but later on, they don't really show a hole in the raft. Yeah. yeah so. Because there's like wood snapping. There's like wood, something. Yeah. Or that's his bone snapping. Maybe. Uh, but I mean, even, your bo- even, even with your leg snapping in half, you still got to make a hole yeah. in that, that raft. They could, I mean, they there had to be some kind of force to, yeah. to break him in half. Yeah, but that the makeup appliance they do when he gets uh, taken is so great because on the foot and the leg, yeah, just yeah. like before, you see the yeah the kind of like melting, burning flesh, but also you see it kind of go in his it leg and come back mm-hmm. out. Like it's it's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's it's disgusting. And then poor Dick gets snapped <laughs> yeah. in oh half. Oh my god, his death is really bad. It's like it it's really like anguish. He's yeah. like screaming the whole time. It's. It's and rough. and and the other ones like trying like pulling on him yeah. like but it's like what are you gonna do his legs like disintegrating He's done. like come on I mean you don't even get deaths like this in the Friday the Thirteenth movies <laughs> you know yeah one or two but it's yeah. it's pretty it's pretty harrowing it's pretty crazy so we're left with just Laverne and Laverne and Randy and Randy yeah. and which they've been out there the entire night all day and now it's nighttime now it's and they're nighttime. trying to take shifts I to like sleep. just kind of cutting to the car. Yeah, with just the music, still the music on. playing, and no sound around it, yeah, and no sound around creepy. it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. creepy. Um, but this is where we get some shit. Well, like, and I think <laughs> that okay. So I mentioned before <laughs> that that yeah. these <laughs> comics are morality tales. Yeah. That I think that you don't want to make Randy too sympathetic, right? Of the last man standing. So I think that they had him being a little handsy with Laverne. Yeah. Because otherwise, while she was asleep, while, she was while asleep, she's asleep, asleep yes, yeah. yeah, she's asleep, yeah. Because otherwise, if he lived, 
And I just don't think they want anybody to live in these yeah. stories. So they got to they got to kill him off. And if he was too squeaky clean, then the audience might be like, Maybe, oh, might be a little, yeah, might be a little yeah. turned off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of of him of him getting eaten. Like we end. have to punish him yeah. somehow. Yeah. So so they I, give him. The- <laughs> I don't know, but like it's, how I just don't understand how he could muster up. You know, he, I mean, he, I mean, like, barely slept. I mean, two of your horny. friends, two you, of your yeah. friends were murdered. Like, yep. Your horniness just yep. override the fact mm-hmm. that you watch two of your friends just get murdered by some by a weird lake, lake blob. creature. <laughs> yeah, it's an like, it's it's yeah. an interesting choice. I'll just like, say that, yeah, and I, I understand snapped in half, but I'm still going to try to touch this boob. And <laughs> I understand why it's there, just because uh, I think that they just didn't want it to be. They they thought that they couldn't yeah. they couldn't kill. Randy without him doing something wrong yeah. because the audiences wouldn't have liked him. They would have expected him to live. So he can't live if he assaults girls in their sleep. Because he deserves it. Because he, he deserves it. Oh, my God. That shot it. of Laverne. Yeah. Of, like, the side With of her, all the face. her face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Also, Randy it's rolled so her over yeah. to get to her boob yeah. <laughs> onto the slat. So did Randy's horniness get her killed? killed? It yes, it did. He got, he <laughs> got her killed. Absolutely Because his whole thing was like, stay off the slat. Yeah. You, know, you got to stay on the slats. If you mm-hmm. go in the middle, it's going to come up and get you. It can get you, And he yeah. just rolled her over to get to that boob. And yeah. he's like, oh, well, she's dead now. So, so what am I going to do? Now I've got my chance to like I'll swim for her. It. I guess I'll go for it. Yeah. Let me swim away. Yeah. And just... Jump, okay, now he's been sitting on the raft, which I'm sure cold all night long. You know, all you're wearing is your little swimming trunks, and then he jumps into this like now like 40 degree because it's more lake. So it's, it's morning much now. colder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, oh my god. Well, I mean, shock. I think that it's supposed to be the the oil slick blob is eating Laverne. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna make yeah, a break for yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's busy. It's occupied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he makes it, and it's funny because I, you know, I remember this scene of him getting to the lake, and he's just like, and he taunts it, and he's like, "I beat you," you know. And I'm like, man, he could have just if he just got up and walked away, he would have yeah, been fine. Yeah. But there's no time. Like he literally just sits there, looks at it, and he's like, "I made, I beat you." If even if he didn't say it, there's no time. Like it would have gotten him, him as right was, away. It, it would have gotten him as he's running up to as, the car. Yeah, but yeah. we also don't know how how far that thing can extend. What if it just That's came up true. and covered the whole car? The whole car? What if it just ate the car? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, we don't know. I thought yeah. that, too. I was like, don't celebrate. Keep <laughs> running. But, like, <laughs> yeah. it could have easily gotten him. We don't know. Yeah. Or get in the car and the battery's dead. Yeah. And then it well, swallows the, the whole car. The radio was still playing. The radio was so. playing all night long, so that battery could have been dead. That know? sounds like a budget. Oh, but the radio was playing when no, he got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a budget issue. <laughs> They're like, we can't we, cover this whole we fucking can't car. Have this thing engulf the yeah. car and drag it into the lake. Uh, guys, we already had to cut two segments. We and I mean, honestly, it cuts away pretty quick when you see it. Yeah, like yeah. take them out. It's yeah. almost like a fade to black moment. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just see the garbage bag going back into the water with a little lump in it. Tom yeah. Savini yeah. is just like, we can't. No, like we're done. We're done. No, we're done. <laughs> fade to black. Yeah. You got, you got it. You got the <laughs> shot. But the best, you like pull back. Car still running. You hear the radio. Yeah, yeah. Camera moves to the right, and what's there? News. A news. So, <laughs> do you think it's one of those things that the local sheriff knows this blob exists, and it's just supposed to take out horny teenagers? Maybe somebody who's like, maybe the person that lives on the property. Somebody owns. Does somebody yeah, own the property? Yeah, yeah. And they just know it's there, and they're like, well, yeah. Yeah. Because they were talking about houses on the lake. You don't yeah. see any, but they were talking about it. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is it some kind of, was it like from a meteor? Strike, sure. 
Did it come down with the blob? Yeah, it's like a, yeah. yeah. It's like a, <laughs> was it in the same comment and they just broke apart? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a very like Venom kind of a situation. Uh, the blob. What a great. <laughs> I love the blob remake. The 88 oh, the 80s yes. blob remake. During yes. the pandemic, we saw the blob remake with um what did we see Cronenberg's with? The Fly. Oh, we did. We saw, oh, we saw it at the Tiki Drive-In. R.I.P. Tiki Drive-In, yeah. but we saw that. Good we double saw feature. That double feature. The fly, like it affected me. Oh, absolutely. that as so much as that it did. scene yeah. where it comes out of the sink. It does it. Oh, the blob. The, the blob. It yeah, does right. it for me every time. Yeah. <laughs> one, it's so fucking disgusting. The one that gets me every time with the fly mm. is the uh, arm wrestling scene. Oh god, yeah. the bone pops oh, out. I'm like, god. fuck this movie. Yeah, and so I can't gross. stop watching. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, the bone pops out. I can't. I'm like, I can't wait for him to vomit yeah. on the guy's hand. But when he, yeah. pop, when he the hand, and he's just like, ah, the stump. Oh god, awful. The, but I love it. The fly baby dream, the whole Ugh. thing. Oh but yeah, gosh. that that remake, that eighty eight remake of the Blob is good and gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. whole movie theater scene is perfection. Yeah, yeah. great, yeah. great stuff. Great I mean, stuff. the McQueen, the McQueen original is good. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shot in. Um, I think it was shot in Sierra Madre. Oh, are you thinking of Pot People? No, I I think the Blob the remake was, was shot in. Oh, okay. the remake, yeah, in Sierra Madre. Oh, okay, because the original night night of uh, who's the Pot People? Uh, we just watched Sutherland. the remake. Donald Sutherland. Invader of the Body Snatchers. Invaders, yeah, invasion bot, of the Body Snatchers. Invasion yeah. of the Body Snatchers. The original invader, Invasion of the Body Snatchers was also Sierra Watcher. Is, is uh, the Blob remake one of those movies that you distinctly remember having like two different endings depending on where you watched it? <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I, I feel like it's that movie and there's another movie that I, f- I swear I have this memory of a different ending and then huh. every time I watch it, there's a completely different ending and that's... Um, it's a clue. It's, uh, that's on purpose. Yeah, that's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't watch the whole movie. Um, no, it was um, oh, Night of the Creeps. Oh, gosh. Oh, Night of the okay. Creeps. Yeah. I remember an entirely different ending of that film when sure. I was a kid. Rewatched it as an adult, and I was like, that's not how this movie that's ends. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Night of the Creeps is... Bubba from Mama's Family. Rusty Griswold and Bubba from Mama's Family? Yeah. 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 It's the slugs. Yeah, okay. They take over a college campus that also has some great gore. Okay. Yeah. I get that one in Nightbreed. And I up. cannot, I, I'm blanking on the actor's name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who was in Halloween 3. Oh. He plays the detective um, in Night of the Creeps. He is a. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, I don't a, he's a John yeah. Carpenter staple. Yeah. 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 Big Tom. Big always, um, always gives a great performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. I watched a B horror movie like two years ago just because he was in it, <laughs> and he was legit just Tom a barkeep and Atkins, showed yeah. up for like five minutes, and the movie was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so bad. Uh, is this called the Hitchhiker? The Hitchhiker. The Hitchhiker. Yes. This segment is wild. So Scott, you just love Lois Childs as uh, uh, Lois An- Childs, Annie Lansing. Annie Lansing. Um, <laughs> did you know that this actress was a Bond girl? She, yes. She oh, plays Holly Goodhead. Which oh. one Which one is she in? Uh, I want to say she's in Moonraker. That sounds like a Moonraker name. Holly Goodhead. Which Moonraker was also like... <laughs> was Moonraker was also the unofficial Bond film. Sure, sure, sure. So maybe... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not sorry. Not Moonraker. Moonraker was just weird. Yeah, Moonraker was the one was where weird. they went to the moon. <laughs> The, the yeah. unofficial Bond film was the one where they brought back uh, Connery Sean when he was Connery. a little too old. Yes. Never say never. Yeah. 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 Um, I, we are going to be talking about James Bond very soon on the oh. podcast that we're going to be doing a James Bond movie. Little little uh, uh, preview of okay. episodes that come next month. But yeah, she is in Moonraker. Okay. okay. So this character, 
Annie Lansing. Annie Lansing. Lover. Oh my God. So Annie Lansing, here's my question. I think she, I have, is she a businesswoman or is she just a fancy lady because her husband makes so much damn money? Is she like a, a fancy housewife? Is she yeah. like a kept woman? Yes. Yeah. Because she mentioned, okay, so the whole thing is- She has a lot of free times, free time on her hands to fuck this guy. Okay, so it starts off, Annie Lansing in bed, she wakes up, the alarm is broken, and uh, it's way later, she needs to be home, and she is with a prostitute. She's with mm-hmm. a male uh, a hustler. Gigolo. A gigolo. Who likes Stephen King. Who loves Stephen King. He's in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's smack in the middle of it in between, like, turning these tricks with these high-powered ladies. For what? Six orgasms, right? Six. 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 Oh he counted. That he counted. Six orgasms. <laughs> the, the, the female multiple orgasm is real. It's live and well. <laughs> Listen, In 87. In 87. Six, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> That's a lot. And, he'll, and she only paid him 150 bucks. She got a deal. <laughs> she, got she got a, a deal. deal. He's, he's pretty cute. <laughs> she got a deal. Mm-hmm. He is. He is great looking. This guy, Lois Childs, by the way, I was looking looking her up. She was about like 39 when she shot this movie. She looks, I mean, she looks super 80s, but I mean, for being, I feel like in 1987, a 40-year-old woman is like pushing pushing yeah. Uh, Golden Girls. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And she looked like, all right, she, yeah. she can like hit it with this mm-hmm. like, this, this young buck. <laughs> Why she needs to pay someone for sex, I find fascinating. She's just not getting it from Mr. Lansing. She's just not getting anything. Maybe um Listen, listen, Mr. Lansing is getting home from work at eleven thirty at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that she's so, also Mr. Lansing is a little older too. He did look a little yes, older. Did, when we see so did she marry for money? Right, or right, she right. married for money. Maybe she's striking out a little bit with just um all of the men that are available. So she has sure. To, like, why isn't she just yeah. having an affair with some yeah. guy that we she knows? We also don't know Got how it. long she's been with Mr. Lansing. Maybe she's just bored. Sure. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah, a bored yeah. housewife. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. But when she when she puts herself together to leave, this is not just like. Oh, I I got an appointment. I got my men.com like dick appointment. <laughs> I'm gonna go meet him at his apartment. She looks like she's coming from a business meeting herself. Yeah. She's got like the isotoner gloves and like this belt situation that like goes over her skirt that's got like bangles on it and like this necklace. She's done up like in kind of it looks kind of businessy, but it also looks a I think it looks more businessy than like dressy. But I'm also wondering how comfortable she is with this guy how many times she meets the, right because right, she right, fully sure. fell asleep in his bed yes yeah yes like it wasn't like a, like no. like a are transaction they, are they yes. almost is it like maybe are, are they, they close to being a couple I think are they so. almost dating yeah. sure yeah. because she also because he complains about how much she paid him yeah and he's like oh that was the introductory rate and she says like oh you get me hooked and then raise the prices and he's like yeah um, so yeah, it seems like they have a little bit more of a relationship than just like they didn't meet tonight. They've yeah. they've been doing this for a while. Um, I mean, she's got to be pretty comfortable just to yeah. sleep there. Yeah, to yeah. fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, which love, amazing, bless Annie when, Lansing. Hey, she's Annie, getting hers. She's I getting, mean, yeah. When, she's but <laughs> that said, Annie Lansing, when she gets in her car, her I mean, Mercedes, she is, and her Mercedes, she is immediately going through it. No. Okay. So another thing about Annie Lansing is that she's obsessed with, like, she's obsessed with, like, figures. Like, everything she's was, like... She's breaking everything she down. She breaks everything like she, down. she breaks down how much each orgasm costs. Yes, like, $25 totally. an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and every time she's just, like... And this whole 
kind of inner monologue that she has with herself about like talking to Mr. Lansing. Yeah. And, you know, and oh, she's going through Mrs. it. Lansing. Yeah. She's going through Well, also, she's late. She, yeah. his, there was a power she outage. She only has 15 minutes she yeah. doesn't want to before get that, that divorce. her yeah. attorney husband comes home. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to go seven miles in, in 20 minutes or whatever. So she's just like, holy shit. Um, Annie loses control <laughs> at a slippery corner and she runs down this hitchhiker. Yes. With his sign that he's going to Dover. He's going to Dover. Dover is in... Is it somewhere Delaware. in Delaware. Oh. I think it's in Delaware. Okay. Well, I think there is a Dover in Delaware. Shows this well, where, three of us where geography. Are we, where are we at? That's my question. Where are we at when I it starts? I don't know where she because is. We can't, we can't do the typical Stephen King, oh, it's in Maine. I mean, yeah, I look... We, the first segment, we're in, like... Arizona. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I did yeah. look up that these scenes were shot in Maine. Okay. Okay. But there is a Dover in Delaware. That's the first one that comes up. But there's also one in New Jersey, New Hampshire. A lot of Dovers. And, and then I think there's one in like the UK. Um, but yeah, he's going to Dover from wherever yeah. they are. Uh, and yeah, she um, is smoking. And I think she either drops her cigarette or she ashes on the leather. And she's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and she's going through that little monologue with herself about how much it's going to cost mm-hmm. to replace the leather. To replace the leather. Crunching those yep. numbers again. Yep, yep. And that's when she loses control. And it seems it's late at night, and it seems a little misty. So the wa- so the, 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 the ground looks a little misty, a little wet, so she mm-hmm. does lose control. Yeah. And she hits the sky, but it's an empty highway, and she's just like, fuck. But also, he was in the median. Too. He was. <laughs> he wasn't on the side of the no. road. He was in the median. He was <laughs> fully in the yeah. median. It is my worst nightmare driving around in L.A. of hitting a homeless person. Hitting a homeless person. Hitting any person. Hitting, hitting any, I mean, <laughs> hitting any person in general. Well, because the, yeah. the streets are so populated here. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, people are trying to beat lights crossing yep. the street. It's it's rough. People in yeah. cars just being wild. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's like she's but she's in this mindset of like she's already trying to figure out an excuse. What if we get home at the same time? What am I going to say? Yeah. Who was I out with? What was I doing out? All this stuff. And then now she's fully run over and possibly very likely murdered someone, right? And she just makes this executive decision that she's going to take off and leaves as soon as like another car kind of rounds a corner. Um, I love that she's just like, I can always turn myself in later. Later, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just I, gotta, I just got to get home and explain to Mr. Lansing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I was coming back from a movie when I hit this homeless oh guy. Oh, my God. But yeah, I love she's, she's like, if you can't live with it, you could turn yourself in later. Well, yeah. She has that conversation. Can, can yeah. you live with can this? Can you live with this? Can you Before can, she yeah. drives away. Yep, yep. And then she sees lights coming around the corner. She's like, yeah. I can live with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's one of the lights is Stephen King in a big rig. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one, we don't know yet. But it's Mr. Lansing right yeah. behind her. Um, oh, that's supposed to be Mr. Lansing? Yeah. Yeah. You see him when he Oh, I don't think I knew that. I, yeah, I, I never noticed it. I, I think I, I ever it on yeah. this view. Okay. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I don't know. I remember when I caught it, but I feel like I, yeah. I also, figured it out at some point. Is Stephen King a good actor? I do not know. I know. <laughs> it's tough because his, in this, in this, Segment. He's yeah. not that bad. No, yeah. But then when you see him in other stuff, you're other like, stuff, oh, he's just not good. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like he's they're throwing him in. He's you know because he yeah. created the source material. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's somewhere in his contract. I'll, it's, sell, it's, I'll it's, sell you the rights for a buck, but I got to be in this. Yeah, movie. it's yeah. his Hitchcock. Um, it's yeah. his Hitchcock like um cameos. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that a whole thing where he sells all the rights to his movies for a dollar? No, no, no. 
I, I, Wait, what did he? Oh. What did he do for a dollar? He, he did something. He there was something that he sold the rights off to for like a dollar. Oh, okay. yeah, there I was something. It was a, maybe it's just a maybe it's just a rumor. Sure, but that's why there's so many King adaptations that he sells the rights Got it. for things to be adapted oh. for a dollar. Is that an urban legend? Okay, look it up, Scott. What do you? I'm got? seeing. I just did a Google search. I'm seeing in the late '70s, Stephen King had the idea of selling his short stories for a dollar and a contract to let his young filmmakers make their own movies from his work. Hmm. So okay, all right, yeah. So short stories only. Yeah. Okay. But he's in this one, and you know, like you said, it's it's all right. It's passable because he is worse in other in yeah. other adaptations. But when somebody asks what happened, he goes, "This guy got cream." <laughs> Looks like a black guy. All right. Looks like a black yeah. guy. Yeah, that, that <laughs> looks like a black guy. So right, if you gotta put labels the, on it, I guess. Uh, the actor who plays the hitchhiker, stunt actor, stunt performer, and I guess I never really thought about it when I was a kid. You watch this shit as an adult. These stunts are, oh, are insane. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> These stunts are gnarly. I mean, he talks about how this just kind of gets a major cred yeah. in the stunt community of yeah. oh Creep Show 2, yeah. you're the hitchhiker, yeah. that's the shit right there. But uh, listeners, if you're Seinfeld fans, he uh, he's in two episodes of Seinfeld. When George is in a book club and he didn't read Breakfast yes. at Tiffany's, <laughs> he uh, is at the video store, tries to rent it, can't rent it, it's rented already, looks in the computer at the video store that he does not work at, Finds who rented it, goes to the guy's house, and asks him to watch the movie with him and his daughter. <laughs> and it's the hitchhiker from And then spills grape too. juice all over his couch. Spills <laughs> grape juice on the couch. <laughs> and the daughter <laughs> hates George so much. Hates George. <laughs> she- Oh, uh, it's funny. It's oh, George man. is there eating their popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them to pipe down. Tell I'm trying to, to watch this movie. You need to be quiet. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, so good. so good. good that episode. is that that is. Uh, we should find this actor's name. But uh, um, okay, so the whole rest of this segment is Annie Lansing being yeah. haunted by the. Is he's in the he's in like her sunroof. Yeah. Well, see, that was my question. Also, by the end of this segment, yeah, I thought to myself, but it gets answered because Mister Lansing sees the dead body, right? But I was like, is this is this Annie? Did she actually murder someone and is now being haunted, or did she murder someone and is just going insane? Right. She can't live right. with it. Right? She, she can't. She, she can't, can't live, live with, with it. it. Yeah, she's and she's just going insane. But yeah. then, but then it kind of gets answered. By Mr. Lansing finding yeah. the Dover sign. Right, right, right. Which I kind of right. wish they wouldn't have done because then yes. you, you struggle with this. Is it real or was she, right. did she go insane? Because in the other two, it's like with Chief Woodenhead, it's like, it's Chief Woodenhead. Yeah. Like this is a wooden statue murdering people. And in the raft, it's like, we don't know like we don't where know it came is. from. Is you it know? an alien? Yeah. And in this one, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that kind of does get answered. Yeah. Like there she is in the car. I wish it would have been left a little bit yeah. uh, ambiguous. Ambiguous. You know? Does she kill herself because she went crazy? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Would yeah. you get that uh, whenever Mr. Lansing come home? He opens the thing. Mm-hmm. You see all the exhaust come out. You're like, yeah. oh, she just killed herself. Yeah. yeah. She couldn't yeah. handle it. Yeah. yeah. But then the signs there, so you're like, oh, was Uh-oh. it a ghost? So I guess. Yeah. yeah. And okay, so this actor Tom Wright, who is the hitchhiker, he gets more and more. Fucked like, up, disgusted. As every, it goes on, every time yeah. we see him, every time, every time, he's more mangled. Yeah, and the makeup is so crazy. Uh, 
And at, when they when she finally gets to the garage, it is so disgusting. Well, it's it's little more than a, I mean I know it's a person with makeup on. Yeah, but it's a little yeah. more than like a skeleton. Yeah, covered in like yeah. goo. Goo. Yeah. But what gets me is that every time, every time, when he falls out, the tongue comes that out. Tongue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this wriggling tongue. Yeah. I, I think what gets me is when the car is driving through the woods. My God, and yeah. he's like hanging on. And to he's the hanging side on of to the side of the car. That's, yeah. some, that's some top-notch stunt work, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's shots of him like on the front, like on the yeah. grill, like holding hanging on, to the holding grill. on. Yeah. Fuck, man, yeah. that looks so dangerous. And she's going downhill. It yeah. got to be like thirty miles yes. per hour at least, if not faster. I'm just like, this looks so dangerous. <laughs> this is okay, a person, Billy. I have Clearly. to send you. I have to send you a picture that I sent to our friend Ashley from Keep It Weird this week. Is it Timmy? It's, <laughs> Timothy Charlemagne <laughs> and his. Uh, I mean, is he, going, is he going to the Met Ball? Is he I don't know. Red? He's wearing. He's wearing the red scarf and the. It's a halter top. Yeah, yeah. It's you should. Uh, you should post that for reference. I'll post yeah, this we, as we, reference. Yeah. But <laughs> there was a. There was a tweet this week that was Timothy Charlemagne uh, looking like Chalamet. he 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 just cheated on his husband and <laughs> ran over a hitchhiker in Creepshow too. <laughs> Hashtag thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the ride, lady. Oh my god! I mean, that's something that I just assumed that all of our stupid friends were always just referencing for thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah. So I like to I I like that other people know that reference. That's the thing. And get I, it. That's the thing. I feel like with this movie, it's kind of a handshake movie. I thought I thought this was something that. I just knew about and was a dumb little movie and yeah. not a lot of people knew. And then, yeah, thanks for the ride lady and Timothy Chalamet looking like Annie Lansing. <laughs> and like, we've posted, we've posted images on the podcast of, of Deke and Randy yeah. and like get huge, you know, response from people. Yeah. It's like that weird, this handshake thing of like, Oh, you, you know this, I'm not the only like weirdo. That- Everyone can agree that the first segment um, well, yeah. is kind of a downer. It's not great. It, like, everyone can kind of agree on that, but... But I don't know why I just assumed that nobody... Like, I, people didn't talk about it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's a there are a few movies like that. Like, something that I feel like a lot of people always, when I talk about it, like, oh, yeah, it's such a great movie. Yeah. But I felt like it was just something that I loved when I was a kid. It was Return of the Living Dead. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Everybody knew Day and Dawn mm-hmm. and Night. They loved those films, but... Yeah. Return of the Living Dead was just this uh, scrappy kind of like shoot off yeah. of that film yeah. uh, because warring producers. But yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah. that. I've and always two, wanted. Yeah, I always loved two. two. And yeah. then who's, and now, the, like, who's oh. the main character of the kid that's working in the in the morgue? Oh, uh, fuck. In Return, that? yeah, he shows up in he shows up in two also. Yes, different character. Yeah, different character <laughs> as a different character. Yeah. yeah, 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 completely different character. We did a uh, commentary for Freddie Tom Matthews. Yeah. I always want to yeah. do a Halloween costume of that look. Yeah. It's a good mm-hmm. look. <laughs> and like yeah. James Karen in that movie, like Oscar, Oscar <laughs> quality, in my opinion. <laughs> He's so good. When he, craw- when he crawls into the, like, the mm-hmm. crematorium. Yeah. Takes off his wedding ring. Ah, <laughs> ah, so sad. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, yeah, I think... When I was a kid and I first watched this movie, my sister and I would just be like, thanks for the ride, lady. You yeah. know, we kind of <laughs> thought this was like a little bit of more of a corny scene. And I don't know what we really thought, what was going on at the beginning. 
we had no business watching it. But um, we, I don't know, we just kind of thought maybe that maybe the Hitchhiker is a little bit more funny, a little bit more campy. It is camp. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's camp. Oh, this woman Lowest riding, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> riding with this hitchhiker on her car. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's camp, but it's, I don't know, it's uh, it's kind of creepy, though. Oh, like, yeah. You know? <laughs> there's, well, there's well, because kind of now when you walk about it, you think of stuff like white privilege, of that, uh, like, yeah. this lady fully could have probably gotten away with it sure. if she just would have yeah. driven off. Like, yeah. hitting this black hitchhiker, like, yeah. she's going to, I mean, is yeah. more than likely homeless. Yeah. And sure. her husband's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. she would have gotten, like, she would have gotten yeah. off. But I yeah. kind of love that she gets her comeuppance. <laughs> yeah, because and that's the thing too. It's like on the one hand, it's like, well, oh, she's cheating on her husband, big deal. But it's like, oh, she murdered someone and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason that, that she's yeah. that she's getting <laughs> that she's getting punished. <laughs> Doesn't have anything really to do with the the adultery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. that's its own thing. <laughs> she's like, oh, I can. I can say that we're. Uh, I was hanging out with with Trudy, and she's like, "Oh no, we're going to see Trudy later on this week." And I was like, "Have you ever met a Trudy before in your life?" <laughs> Is that an old lady name now? It's an extinct it's, name. Trudy. I've never met a Trudy. Short for Trudith. All I know is Trudy. <laughs> Trudy played by um, uh, Trudy from Mad Men. Oh, see, well, yep. set in the sixties. Set in the sixties. Extinct name. <laughs> Listeners, if you. Or, you're, or someone you know is named Trudy. <laughs> please let us know. We'd like to hear from the yes, Trudys. Especially please. if they are over a certain age. So um, do you think that your favorite segment is this one or is it The Raft? Oh, my God. How can is I choose? Is this like the Sophie's Choice how of do I, Show 2? How too? do I choose? Yeah. I they're, think... They're both fun for different reasons. I think reasons. my favorite is The Raft. Yeah. I, I think it's The Raft for I me. Think, yeah. <laughs> it's The Raft. But this one is, is a banger, though. A close yeah. second. Yeah. A close yeah. second. Yeah. Yeah. What do we think of kind of the epilogue? Oh, yes. Okay. So all in between, Billy is he picks up Venus flytrap bulbs because they eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> They're carnivorous plant. Which I mean, just go to Home Depot. You But I think that's the <laughs> that's the beauty yes. of this if yeah, we're yeah. if we're calling back to those old EC comics, yeah. you know, it's like you used to see those ads for like X-ray vision glasses in yeah. the old comics. You know, so that's kind of... You the, get an old enough comic, there's a coupon for a monkey. You can get a monkey. Yeah. A little yeah. monkey for like... Fableman style. 20 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know. Can you? Can we research? Can we Google? Like, did Didn't, anyone ever like get, get an monkey? actual monkey? Because they have the whole like, build a rocket out of like household appliances and it's just like a cardboard like yeah. fort of a rocket or whatever sea monkeys all that stuff but there are uh, there were ads for a full on monkey i want to know if if it was ever a thing okay i'm doing a google search i'm seeing a little <laughs> ad for darling pet monkey darling this squirrel monkey makes a an adorable pet monkey. companion almost human with warm eyes your family will love it these monkeys grow to be about 12 inches high, eat same what? food as you, even yes. like lollipops, <laughs> simple to care even for like and train, <laughs> live delivery guaranteed, only eighteen ninety five express shit. collect, mail or check money order for eighteen ninety five. Okay. I don't know about this ad. Eats the same food as you, I need, even likes lollipops, I need easy to somebody, care and train. I need somebody on like TikTok like... 
my grandpa sent away 1895 and well, got this monkey. We have I, to get. I like we have how to they put in there live delivery. Live delivery. We have to get guaranteed. Well, we have to get Steven Spielberg on the podcast if oh, all yeah. that shit in the Fablemans is yeah, right because they had a monkey. They bought a monkey oh. in the Fablemans. Yeah, maybe they got it from a comic book. <laughs> um, 1895 for a monkey though. It's a pretty good deal. And like, what do we think this is? The early 60s. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's what, I think what, so. what is that equal to now? Like seventy dollars? I don't know. Um, oh, there's a whole article in like NPR about right, so getting live okay. monkeys. We'll, we'll, we'll read about that later, <laughs> listeners. We'll, we'll we'll follow up on the on the live monkeys. But <laughs> where, where was it going? But with I'm that? sure that you could probably get a live monkey from the back of a okay. Of so a, okay. Of a so he gets so he gets, so he gets these Venus flytrap bulbs, like you yes, said. And that's something yeah. that you could order from the back of a comic book. Um, because yeah, like I said, you can get yourself to like Lowe's or whatever and just buy like bucket of not a bucket but you know a thing yeah. of venus flesh anyway so the bullies like the way this head bully is drawn is insane <laughs> he looks like a grown man he looks like a, tr- a tr- trucker he's also got dark circles yeah around his, his eyes uh, yeah the, the 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 model on his face is just so interesting they've got these like dark like shadows around his eyes now was he really tired because he just finished the graveyard shift at the grocery store yeah. or yeah. was he into heavy metal and he was wearing makeup like. he just driven like cross country like delivering yeah. like pallets somebody's monkey he's got yeah he's got spurs on his yeah, motorcycle boots you know um and yeah so like they stop billy he like smashes a venus flytrap bulb on the ground and like his boots billy kicks him in the balls and they like bicycle chase ensues and what are we like in a junkyard I think we, we end in like a like a gravel pit yeah, or something like yeah, that yeah yeah but he already has some venus flytraps that he has like raised yeah which that was my question was he was this the newest Making addition more, to his collection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does he do this often? Does he like raz bullies to bring him out there <laughs> to, to feed his? The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to get to get his fly traps that big. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got to like feed him like he needs fresh bullies like every week. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the the fly traps go on to like eat these bullies. <laughs> yeah, fly traps with like the longest like teeth. Oh yeah, like, they're I've like ever seen crazy yeah. fangs. These like things are just, like dragons. No, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like 30, 30 feet high. Yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, and Billy just looks at the camera and he's like, "They ate meat. Love it." Yeah. Um. It's but it's <laughs> creepy because the music is still that crazy, creepy mm-hmm. music. Uh, wild. How about Tom Savini as the creep cackling in the back of this truck as he's like driving driving miles down where, this as road as he's driving away and he's like <laughs> is he throwing out he's throwing out the comics the comics yeah. to who to, to who i don't know but street, i love but i love how road. how long the shot holds because you can see the truck go yeah. a really long way well, you see the truck disappear yeah yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the credits are rolling and it's just a long highway going away from the camera into the horizon and the camera stays on. And you're just like, okay, so we're going to fade to black soon. No, nope. It's still driving away kind of slowly. He's yeah, cackling. slowly, yeah. And then the truck goes behind like a building or goes around the curve. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fade to black. No, nope. nope. still just a long <laughs> shot on this road. Yeah. yeah. So I I'm, I'm seeing something interesting on Wikipedia. Okay. As per our conversation mm-hmm. with uh, Lisa Wilcox earlier tonight, and we were talking about it earlier that there is a post credit scene that I oh, did not yes. know about this movie. I was going to ask that if you the had the following this. text appears. Juvenile delinquents 
or juvenile delinquency, delinquency is a product of pent up frustration, uh, stored up resentments, and bottled up fears. It is not the product of cartoons <gasps> and and uh, captions, but the comics are handy, obvious, uncomplicated scapegoats. If the adults who crusade against them would only get as steamed up over basic causes of delinqu- delinquency as parental ignorance, indifference, and cruelty, they might discover that comic books are no more a menace than Treasure Island or Jack the Giant Killer. Uh, yeah. I love yep. that. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a mic drop. <laughs> and I feel like I only saw that quote this time. I didn't even I was, know Did you actually there. watch it as your... <laughs> I did. Did you actually see it as... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched it, it and I was there. like, oh, what a great... Yeah. yeah. I was hoping you had that because it's such a great quote. Yeah. yeah so good. Yeah. No, I've seen this movie a million times. Well, th- Never I'm just so it. used to the music playing over the credits. I know yeah. what's yeah. happening. I don't... I just let it roll and I don't pay attention. Yeah. But I was sitting there like paying attention to everything yeah. this, this watch through and I was yeah. like, oh... See, I, I, this. I even caught that it was uh, Mr. Lansing, but I didn't know that there was a post credit scene. I think, yeah, I just turn it off because it is such a slow burn of like, all right, they're not taking the camera off this. There's <laughs> this another, shot, this is over. There's another fun Easter egg at the very beginning of the movie. Did you catch it? Uh, I don't know. The comic book that the Creeper throws out mm-hmm. is the cover from the end of the first movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. sure, okay. Sure, it's sure. the comic book cover from the end of the first movie. Yeah. And now we're continuing the story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a fun one. All right. At the end of, uh, and you know what? I noticed that with the t- with the show that I noticed that they did that on the show. Yeah. That they would foreshadow the next episode. Yeah. Okay. At the that end. Love, yeah. Okay. At the end of Chief Woodenhead, mm-hmm. there's a brief shot of the creep. Like an Indian, like costume. it's like not not the cre- not the creep as a dressed as a Native American, yeah. not my creep, not yeah. my creep. <laughs> Hashtag not he, my creep. He's gonna be canceled. Oh my god! In twenty twenty three. Yeah. So okay. All right. Easter eggs abound in this one. Oh man. Did have either of you tried Creep Show three? Oh gosh. When when did Creep Show three come Creep out? Creep Show three came out in two thousand six. Ooh, and it has no connection to Romero. I, if, or uh, you you just told me the year, and I can. Yeah. And we said no thanks. No, no thanks. I, I have not either. I have heard it is terrible. Okay, <laughs> isn't that so funny when looking through streaming now? Just because we just got Shutter and AMC Plus, and that when you just look at the years of movies, I can just immediately know by the release date. And just by looking at the title of, oh, I'm not watching that. Yeah. Like, if it was, like, 1970s yeah. through 80s, like, I'm, and maybe the 90s, I'm all in. But if, I don't know. There's, like, an era of early 2000s horror where it's like, I've seen this movie so many times. I think, yeah. I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, man. Creepshow 3 does not look. Oh, no. No. This looks, no, don't this do it. no good. I just wanted to know if you've ever <laughs> done it. I've never done it. I'll no. never do it. It looks yeah. terrible. Maybe one day if I feel like I really hate myself, yeah. I'll watch Creepshow 3. <laughs> or if there's absolutely nothing else to watch. Yeah, totally. Oof. If the well has run dry on horror, I will maybe watch Creepshow 3. Oh, my God. But, all, the, all the user reviews on IMDb are all one star. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> oh, Don't no. do it. Yeah, we'll we'll stay away from this one. <laughs> Just rewatch Creepshow two over yeah, and over again. It's, it's worth it. It's You're really fine. good. You're fine. We watch it every we watch it every October. Every spooky yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah we we definitely try to. And we have this great there are great Arrow. It's Arrow video, right? Yeah, it's Arrow. The Blu-ray. Yeah. If you're a on there. horror fan at all, like mm-hmm. look at Arrow's website. They oh, have yeah. so many. Arrow, Arrow has a lot so of many good. has a lot of really yeah. good ones, like good yeah. editions with like beautiful cover art. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Billy, thank you so much for coming Billy, on. Thanks for having me. I, I love have a ton of fun. our Creep yeah. Show 2 episode. I think went over two hours. <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't. We okay. had a break and then there was we had a break stuff. and then we came back. Stuff yeah. and we All were right. talking the whole time. I left it rolling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I left it rolling. So, because this was one of those movies that when I picked it, I'm just like, is there enough to fill an entire episode on? But I think yeah. we figured it out. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's Creep yeah. Show 2. Yeah. It's Creep Show 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think this is one of those movies of really, if you know, you know, yeah. of yeah. that, of yeah. why we chose Creep Show 2. I mean, it's because of the raft. No, it's the raft. <laughs> it's the raft. The, the only segment that is fully a Stephen King short story. Yeah, it's yeah, the raft. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's. I mean, it's a winner for for a reason. Yeah, yeah. you know, and for I, several reasons. I, and I still love Annie Lansing. <laughs> <laughs> She's my neurotic. Like, yeah, love it. Oh man! All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We'll we'll uh, we'll have you on again in the future. This was a great oh, start. We'll to try our, to hang out. It is always fun. We'll try yeah. to hang out this month. Yeah. yeah, to celebrate October. We usually do something. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. Indeed. Last year we hung out and watched Creep Show too. <laughs> do you remember what we double featured it with? Uh, oh. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living oh, Dead. Can you, you think go. of the other movie? Oh, double, God. triple feature. Triple Did we feature? watch any of American Werewolf in Paris, or am I just we making that up? It we started it. Everybody yeah. groaned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, this looks like trash. It's a, it's a rough watch. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll have you back uh, for some for some horror movie nights. And we're gonna be like waving at you like like Tom Savini. <laughs> at the end in the back of the truck bold like big gestures <laughs> yep yes yeah bigger bigger alright man well thank you so much we'll see you next time and thank you so much listeners another fun episode creep show 2 you guys we love this one seek it out we promise you will not be disappointed if you haven't seen it before and if you have thanks for coming back and revisiting it with us and uh big thanks again to our guest billy always a pleasure to have you on man he loves all things spooky especially vampires and werewolves and uh you know it's always fun to talk to stephen king with a spooky ooky buddy like billy but um you know i think it's just about that time time for some patreon shout outs we want to give a great big hello and thank you to all of our wonderful active patrons including tammy roberto uh brett tren daisy kelly chrissy steven jake desiree laura thomas Lori, brenna jessa rabbit lawrence alexis thomas millie ted benny jermel melanie susan jj amy shelby jamie Drew, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emma, Melly, Aaron, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and finally Rufino. You guys, thank you so much for being patrons. Head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay for all of our supplemental and bonus um, features. We've got over 30 Watch With Us commentary tracks where we show you how to sync up an audio track that we have recorded to go along with the movie so that you can watch the movie with us while we're gabbing over uh, what's going on. And it syncs up and it's really cool when you sync it up. It's actually really fun. I love it. Or you can just listen to uh, 
the tracks as a bonus episode the way you normally listen to our podcast, but it's fun either way. Uh, we are also going to be covering television shows on the Patreon, so head over to Patreon for that. Right now we have Pete and Pete. We are working on some more fun additions coming up. We've got a fun Halloween episode that we're working on right this very minute, and that should be up any time now. And, um, yeah, we're going to be working on TV because TV had a lot to do with who we are. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of great episodes out there for us to take care of. If you have any suggestions for watching those commentary tracks or TV shows that you'd like us to review, uh, drop us a line. We're active on Instagram and our um, email is uh, moviesthatmadeusgay at gmail.com. So, yeah, check out our Patreon for that. And, and, you know, we cannot thank you enough for all of your donations that go directly to keeping this podcast up and running every week, every Friday, like clockwork, ad-free. If you're listening, pleasure. So check it out. We'd also love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, you can give us a five-star rating. Just smash the fifth star all the way over to the right. It really helps us out. And uh, if you have an iPhone, even if you don't listen to Apple Podcasts, but if you have an iPhone, Apple Podcasts comes pre-installed. Open up the app. Search our show. Write us a review. We love those reviews. We'll read them on another episode. And all that stuff, reviews, five-star ratings, all that stuff really helps the show to... uh, you know, get recognition and to get spread far and wide. It, somehow it helps, but it, it really does. So thank you f- so much for doing that. Uh, you can also follow our socials. We are at Movies That Made Us Gay on Instagram and Facebook. We are most active on uh, Instagram. Uh, we're on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, as well as Threads and Blue Sky. But uh, we're just not that active on those. We will be. We'll get going. But um, for now, Instagram is where it's at, at Movies That Made Us Gay. And um, give us a follow. Be sure to interact with all of our posts. Like them. Send them to your friends. Comment on them. Repost them. All that fun stuff. Again, it really helps for the show to get you know the word spread out about it. So keep listening. Keep liking. Uh, keep reviewing. Keep doing all those things. Listeners, we love you so much. We couldn't be where we are today without you guys. Thank you again for everything. And um, we'll be here next week. Oh, if you want to follow our personals, again, feel free. My name is Pete. I'm at Peter Lasagna on Instagram. And um, X and Scott is at Scott Youngballer on Instagram. And you can also follow his Letterboxed. And it's pretty much the same as you know mine. If I had one, it would be the same thing because we watch the same movies pretty much all the time. So check out our Letterboxd and it'll give you a sneak peek into the future of what we're watching for the podcast. So uh, yeah, check that out. Just search for Scott Youngballer. Until next week, everybody. Thanks for the ride. Bye.